to What Are You Doing Movie Archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. Our movie this week is The Chronicles of Riddick. Go ahead and pop in your DVD or Blurry, press play, press pause after the guy fucking talks about it. It's the director's cut. So you have to watch the director tell you it's the director's cut. And then he goes, The Chronicles of Riddick. And he says it with all the gravity. It's like Bill Paxton doing the intro for the Twister rides. Like, yeah, I'm David Tewitt, and this is The Chronicles of Riddick. Strap in. Get ready. Universal logo fades to black. Press pause in a second. I'll say three, two, one, and pause at which point I'll press play. You'll press play, and we'll watch the movie together in perfect sync. It'll be like any other commentary, except, of course, this week with four friends in your head. Myself, as always, Teague Christie, uh, Brian William Fenifter. Greetings. Michael Dorkman Scott. Hello. And Trey the Amazing Stokes. Please call me Judy Dench. All right. (laughs) Um, Dame Trey Stokes. Yes. I, uh, <laughs> Thank you. I forget. I keep – because I was so recent, I forget that I have to add that. I love Pitch Black. I really get a kick out of it. And this movie is retarded. <laughs> this movie is retarded. It is. Um, I, I can't get into this to save my life. Whenever – and the thing is, whenever Vin Diesel's on the screen, I like the movie unless he's wearing a robe. It's a There's like an equation. It's like a Boolean thing. I can only like this movie if it's Vin Diesel talking minus robe. It's just it's fucking Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, and you had no idea watching Pitch Black that they were coming home to this universe. <laughs> yeah, it's like if if they finally walked out of the apartment on I Love Lucy and they go to the club and the club is on Mars. Like what? <laughs> I had absolutely no precedent for something like this. Yeah. Like you know it's a sci-fi world, but you're thinking aliens, not Sucker Punch. I mean it's like <laughs> Star Wars and Lord of the Rings at the same time. Yeah. Who knew the sequel yeah. to to Friday the Thirteenth was Dune? I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the word ridiculous refers to this movie. <laughs> the Chronicles are ridiculous. Now, a lot of people like it. More more people like Pitch Black than the Chronicles of Riddick. Most people think it's a misstep for one reason or another. I think this is a misstep just because it goes from taking this very small story about a very singular survivalist plot. It basically it, ch- it changes him into John McClane. Like in the first one, he's just trying to survive these aliens and get to the ship. On this one, he's fucking fighting off the Empire. By the way, an empire that we didn't see coming at all. Yeah, that doesn't exist in just black in any way. That uses magical powers and things. It's just wholly a different movie. If you you allow yourself to sort of do your your Alien 3 thing where it's like, okay, don't think of it as an alien movie. Just think of it as a movie that has an alien in it and also in the title. Okay, watching movie now, trying to lose my notions of what was going to be this movie. Okay, I still don't really like it that much. It's just this movie is not my shit. And it, it's a disappointment for me. It's a huge, you know, because it's trying to create this massive mythology as it's telling a story, which is always difficult. Yeah. I mean, it's just always hard. Yeah. It's exactly like if they spun off Moon, did a sequel, and that sequel was The Fellowship of the Ring. It's like, yeah. it's, that's bigger, and that's, cool. what are you fucking doing? <laughs> it's yeah. cool as its own thing, but it doesn't really gel with what you were doing in the first place. Uh I, I like a lot of I like things within this. I like the world that they built. It's not a world that is connected to Pitch Black in any way, shape, or form, like Teague just said. But I, I like the world on its own, um, and I like it's very you can. It's very clear that they've worked out how everything works, as we've talked about before, unlike Constantine. Um, as I as I said in Pitch Black, I just don't respond to Vin Diesel at all, and every time he's doing something, I just don't. I think that's I, a lie because you had a little boner the entire movie. I don't want to watch. I want to do something else as long as he's on screen. Um, well, okay. <laughs> would you so, like me to? Uh, there you go. <laughs> would you like me to get you a puzzle that you can play with while we're watching the movie? Yeah. <laughs> no, I have something my iPad. To, something to color. 
Uh, so, but there, there's a lot of stuff that I like to, but it's ultimately, it's very, it's very convoluted. If, uh, as we talked about in the Fish Black commentary, if you go to the Wikipedia article that tries to summarize the plot, it's just this, it's m- like someone said, mess of- I like my sci-fi like I like my women. Hard to follow and starring Vin Diesel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't follow. I don't understand. Uh, Make it. Uh, so anyway, Mike, how are you on Chronicles of Reddick? What do you think? Um, yeah, this is. This are you an apologist or no? No, this is a. a <laughs> well, I'm sorry. This is a truly baffling film. <laughs> yeah. Um, when it comes to, because like the whole thing, like you said, it was a small survivalist. You know, oh, how are we going to get off this thing? And we're stuck with this this convict and stuff like that. And then you get to this movie, it's like you weren't just stuck with this convict; you were stuck with Space Jesus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's just stuck with Neo Skywalker. Yeah. Judy Dench is a ghost who flies. It's yeah, yeah. totally. And it, it's it's, it's an away. interesting. Yeah. Like it is an interesting mythology. They they try to throw too much of the mythology out there. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of it that is cool, but you don't really need. But they're so focused on like being like this is how this world works. So we're gonna have them go do this and and talk about how they do this. And um, you know, it's like well, uh, and yeah, it's every scene. It's just like oh, the and here's a new magic bean, by the way. And also, yeah. you know. There's pro- there's prophecies now, and yeah, Judy Dench is a ghost, and he has magical powers. <laughs> yeah. And I know we said that he got an illegal surgery, but what we meant to say was he's a mutant, and uh, <laughs> he's the last of his race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's like, yeah, like oh, well, come on. Uh, it's, it's and by the way, that chick that was twelve is now forty. Yeah. So on, I don't know. Like taken on its own. Taken on its own, I, I would feel like it's almost like Serenity. Like, it, it it still almost feels like you need to have a, a previous appreciation for everything that's going on. But then, you're, but then unlike Serenity, it, you doesn't, do, have any, and it doesn't have anything to do it with that. It doesn't have anything to go yeah. back to. It's still like, oh, I saw the thing leading up to this, and I'm still completely lost. I'm just trying, <laughs> I'm just trying to put, like, shit, I'm just randomly and abstractly, neurons are firing. It's like, yeah. it's like if you watch it's Titanic, like wanted more info, watch the prequel, that thing you do. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. that was nothing well, like. I, this. I liked what. Well, I liked what you said. Like it's, it's you watch Moon, and then the follow up <laughs> is he crash lands on Middle Earth yeah. in the middle yeah. of yeah. fucking the the War of the Ring. I had yeah. no it's idea like, what was going on the like, like, entire time. If the sequel to I, I think the, the sequel to Alien was Dune. Yeah. You know, and you kind of went. Huh? Yeah. Anyway, Trey right. uh, Chronicles of Riddick. I you know I, it it's funny uh, Chronicles of Riddick in, is connected in my head strangely enough to the Fifth Element. Um, and here's why. I'll justify that. Um, give me a minute. Don't 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 throw the stones just yet. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. He's <laughs> like, no, no. We must not reveal the secret. No, it's just that it's just that when this movie came out, I had no knowledge of its existence. And when I I didn't see it in a the theater, but I saw it in the uh, you know on cable, and I was like, this is huge. How did this movie exist? And I never was aware that it existed until it came out. It's like this is a monstrous, massive, big budget movie. And secondly. Who greenlit this and why? <laughs> you know, Pitch Black was like a minor niche, you know, and, you know, it was okay. It was a, a low budget movie and it did okay and what the hell is this? Um and yeah, I find it fascinating, but what? You know, and at the at the same time it's again it's like and if only it didn't have that diesel dude trying to just be like uh, remember me I'm a tough guy you, 
you you know, it's like you're you're on screen now with Judy Dench. Last you know, <laughs> yeah. Rodham Mitchell blew you away. <laughs> you know, a rubber monster blew you away in the last movie. Now you're up against Judy Dench. You do not stand a chance, Mr. Diesel. I'm sorry. All the giant floating flying statue ships in the world can't save you. You it's... have no chance to survive. Make your time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just go back to your ice planet where you know where where you can, you know, threaten the rocks or whatever it is you did for ten years. And yeah, it's it's just like what? I just figured out what this movie is. That when you're watching a movie. Again? When, you, yeah. when you're watching a movie, and then in the movie, in the universe of the movie, they're showing an action movie. Like, they invented action movie from a movie that's clearly ridiculous. This is that movie. It's just like, it's Vin Diesel, and he's fighting ghosts with his spaceship technology, and there's fire... And also, they're, and they, they're, 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 they're wearing metal armor. Let's retcon it. Well, just this is what he was dreaming about while he was in cryostasis <laughs> yeah. in Pitch Black. Well, there is a theory on. on IMDb that this is entirely a cryostasis dream. I think that <laughs> that's the most credible theory of all. Or we could say that what if? Okay, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a retcon. What if all of Pitch Black was the fantastical, crazy entertainment that they make? To watch in this world, it's like what if there was a world where there wasn't magic and Judy Dench didn't fly, and 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 the the Jesus dude was just a regular guy. What if God was one of us? It's a, it's a it's a it's an Alanis Morissette song as a horror movie. You could even go so far as to say Sucker Punch is the movie that the Chronicles of Riddick would make. <laughs> if Sucker Punch and and if Dune Sucker... had a baby, then it would be the Chronicles of Riddick, but it would be born dead. If Sucker Punch <laughs> took acid. Let's pop it. Let's play it. Let's play it. We're at the point where the yeah. Universal logo faded to black like I am here. Three, two, one, on pause. Ironically enough, usually we say you watch the movie firsthand. This movie, it just, there's nothing to spoil. It's just like, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, go ahead. If you have never seen it before, just start watching it with us. It, it'll make just as much sense. Yeah, actually. We discussed on the what? previous one that maybe you can define or at least, you know, distinguish the quality of a movie by how simply you can explain it. Pitch Black, they crash land on an alien planet. Well, it's like a Star Trek episode when you say it that way. They crash land on an alien planet. There are monsters there that come out at night, and an eclipse happens. They have to get back to the other ship. Go. Whereas, I really can't explain this movie. I would defy anybody to try to explain this movie in simple, clear terms. I mean... Okay, so you have these guys, and they want to get to this place for some reason. And they're killing a lot of people in the process. And Vin Diesel is the only one that can stop them. Why? Because he's the last of his race, that, and it was prophesized that the, one of his race would be the one to do it. Dorkman is grinning watching Brian try to explain this. <laughs> no, because the funny thing is, it sounds like he's he's doing a thing where he's like stump, but he's I, he's trying. He's being <laughs> serious. This is he's not doing a thing. He's j- legitimately trying to. Yeah, this is my legitimate attempt at trying movie. to recall, <laughs> which I watched yesterday. I watched this thing yesterday, <laughs> and I can't tell you. Yeah. Now uh, that being said, there are there are things. I mean, production design. My God, I mean, this is yeah. amazing. It's it's you know it's on the level of Avatar and Dune and and, and Sucker Punch. You know, it's a production design movie like like in like Crazy Time. Um, what what is it about? Now now we are now we should mention that uh, this is we are watching the d- director's cut, which I've never seen. Now supposedly. We've always been told by people who, who, who supposedly would know that the director's cut makes more sense somehow, that it explains more, or there's more backstory or something. So there'll be scenes here where I, I've never seen the director's cut. Is that what you guys watched? Uh, that's what I watched yesterday. Uh, right. Before that, I Didn't, watched it in the theater. It doesn't seem to have actually helped. I mean, it, no, it doesn't. 
It doesn't simplify anything in some grand unified theory of what the fuck this movie is about. Okay. Well, there's going to be scenes that I've never seen. Even the title looks like Lord of the Rings. It does. It huh? does, yeah. And, and, and it started with a, uh, you know, that, that was probably Judy Dench's voice and not uh, Kate Blanchett's, but otherwise. <laughs> yeah. And what was meant, never meant to be lost, was lost. Yeah. It, and then it, Vin it, Diesel has hair. I mean, what the hell's going on with yeah. this movie? The, the bad guy's motivation is a little. It's a lot it's a, baffling. The, the, All right, explain. Ex- someone explain the movie to me. They literally are bad because they're bad. Yeah, they're trying to do something that has to do with death, but either they like it or they're trying to eliminate it. And okay, um, they're <laughs> they're trying to get to this region in space that is a gateway to another universe mm-hmm. where death has no meaning. Mm-hmm. So that's like their their own version of the holy land of Mecca right. of heaven. Now, now how does them conquering shit help them with that? They that's the thing. It's like these – they're making their way across space to get to this place. And in the process, they're conquering these planners and converting people in order to do it. But they never explain why. Yeah. How there's, one will help the other. There's no – yeah, there's no real reason for them to take all of this time out of their schedule of crossing <laughs> the galaxy <laughs> to convert all of these people. Other than – and you don't – I mean this could be the idea, but you don't really get a sense of it from the movie of – no, we are the chosen people, and we are being gracious by you know inviting you into our chosen religion, which is how some religions <laughs> view things. But it doesn't that I, that quality of that identity doesn't really come across. I have to say, this is also um, they're on a mission from God. Not a very efficient way of having your gunners deployed on your gunship. What you wouldn't just hang your gunners out <laughs> on a tarp, them, yeah. hanging them so that Riddick can literally pull them. Well, off they your made wing. this ship out of like two hang gliders, and they were just like, we'll just glue that to the side, and they can hang out there. Literally. If I was the guy hanging out the wing, I'm like, really, guys? A cave? Seriously? <laughs> Schlink. This seems like probably a bad idea. Just maybe. Yeah. Again, it's it's a design. The ship, the entire ship is designed so that Riddick can hide behind a rock and kill your gunner <laughs> with a knife. Vin Diesel will stab your ship. Oh, my God. Why are we doing this movie? Because <laughs> <laughs> this, this someone, someone had to. Someone had to. Yeah. Th- this guy up front, the pilot, looks like Ron Perlman doing Wolverine. Not him. It really was, one. yeah. Perlman was off doing Alien Resurrection at the time. And whoa! <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, He's got he, eyebrows he, growing out of his eyelids. <laughs> he summed that one up pretty good. How did uh, Diesel get to the other side of the cave and take the other guy off the wing? He vinned. He's just that diesel Yeah. He ran across the thing, yeah. I guess? I don't know. <laughs> wow. So $120 million budget. Yeah. From yeah. 23 yes. to $120 million. You can see it. And why? Oh, yeah. Why? But that's the question. It's like, what? What? I don't think I've had a chance to, to say this in any commentary, but uh, I guess we will get to Sucker Punch someday because we've all seen it and we all have don't. I haven't. But yeah. I'll oh, well. Gee, I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's weird. But um, <laughs> it's – and there's all kinds of analyses of like, oh, it's a huge bomb. It's a huge bomb. And, and, and you know, it's made $17 million or whatever. I mean, you know, I, I work with Gabe Sachs who co-wrote, who co-wrote Diary of a Wimpy Kid 2, which beat Sucker Punch at the box office and when they opened together the same weekend. That's not good when you're 100 – it's actually – Sucker Punch is like $80 million. Um, You know, when your $80 million blockbuster gets beaten by the kids' movie. Um, that's not good, and it hasn't done well, and and you know it's still out there, so who knows what the thing is. But but the best analysis I've read of it was, you know, Sucker Punch is a director's vanity project. It's not based on any recognizable existing property. It's has no stars. Um, it's just this his crazy like uh, dream project. Um, a seventeen million dollar opening for a movie like that is fantastic. An eighty million dollar budget is what doesn't make sense. Mm. Um, 
So this movie is kind of like that. It's like, oh, you want to do a sequel to Riddick? The thing about the four people in the desert with the okay. Do how much trapped, that, do they get trapped in a forest? How what? much is that going to cost exactly? Uh, we think it's going to go about 120 million. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Huh? All right. Here's your check. Yeah. Where, nope. when, what was that meeting like? Was it because Vin Diesel was a big star? Was and when did when maybe. did that happen? <laughs> did that happen? At I don't think you can lazily create a mythology. He, he did well, like, open. He was did... it before or after Triple X? Because Triple X yeah. kind of like, oh, I'm Vin Diesel. He's the next thing. Yeah, he was starting to kind of open movies at that yeah. point. So that may have been part of it. Pitch and Black was the beginning of that, though. I mean, yeah. Pitch Black was his first Absolutely, yeah. thing on the radar, and then... Triple X came after that, and then it was Fast and the Furious. Is that how that worked? Oh, yeah. Fast and the Furious uh, helped him out a lot, too. Yeah. So, this, speaking of the design of this ship, it's like, oh, this can also go into space. Yeah. And have people hanging off the... the, the Didn't it have helicopter yeah. cargo doors that just were holes inside of the ship? Yeah. Is he holding his breath? I don't know. He's doing well. He's doing something with his. I don't want to be mean to this movie because it's such a fucking nerdy movie. It's like, oh, we took our little genre picture and made a giant mythology out of it. And I want to be like, fuck yeah, do that shit. But you, I was, I was just saying, you can't lazily create a mythology if you're going to invent a mythology that doesn't exist. Which, even though this is a sequel, it's inventing a mythology that didn't exist. Fucking slow, easy tiger on that shit. Make it make sense. Build it properly. This movie, it, it assumes that you know all of this shit it, in a weird way. It has, the, the movie has a sense of confidence about it that seems to assume, oh, yeah, you're all on board with this shit, right? Giant Lord of the Rings fights and the space and, you know, all that shit. And I don't, and I, I, need, I need more time on it, I guess. It just, you know, it, could, it couldn't do anything but drop you into the action, and I understand that. But just the way it could work. I love the cold open of him running in the, the cave sequence. But you just have so little preparation for what this movie's going to be when you go to sit down and watch it. I don't know. They I, need to ease you into it or something or explain well, why, why the fuck do you... Like, why, can't you tell a story about Riddick where in this shit didn't happen? The plot of every movie with Riddick in it is escapes from... Right. You don't need God and everything. You don't... I actually feel like I like the, the world building and I think they did a good job in, in building their universe. I think... Th okay, and the issue is that it doesn't connect to the world that we saw in Pitch Black on one hand. But I think the real problem in this movie is the fact that Riddick's story and... The actual actions of the people within the universe doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Like, the the world around them makes enough sense, and you can tell that there's a, a texture to it that I would buy, that I do buy. It's the it's the people moving through this world and through that texture that it's like, I just, it's not Yeah, I don't understand there. why you're making the choices you're making. Yeah, I don't understand why you're going here and there to to tell me this or show me that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you. I feel like you just did that so I could get that information. Not even so you could because you don't care. Just so I can get that information, you know? Yeah, I feel like a lot of it is like, oh, we have to show you this corner of the world too. Yeah. Oh, and we, you should see this corner. And like, oh, you should see the cool prison planet we have because that's yeah. awesome. It's like, well, why did we go to the – story-wise, why did we go to the prison planet? What function does that serve? And yeah, now we're now we're on about the Furians and yeah. stuff, and it's a like, word which never what? appeared in the first movie. Yeah, yeah. a what now? A Furian. And by the way, if you're gonna like make, and it's at Arlington. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, if you're gonna make cutesy names for your sci-fi fantasy worlds, you don't like Furian. Do a little better. Well, 
Furion, Igneon, Crematoria, <laughs> yeah. Helion. This Helion. movie is Battlefield Cre- Earth, Bran. Cremat- Crematoria, I buy because it's it's it was obviously named ironically. That was always I never was bothered by that one. It's, it's like unobtainium. It's, it's, it's a it's a burn. It's a planet that just roasts you alive. You know, it's like if you step outside, you'll die. Yeah, it's Crematoria. It's like so I, I'm okay with it ironically, but the problem is there's a pattern of unironic naming going on in this film like Furion is, def- is definitely not an ir- ironic name it's like that line in uh, it's a, the guy in Men in Black 2 is a Balchinian and he literally yes. had balls on he his chin balls on his chin what do you call the angry aggressive guy oh he's a Furion oh that's great that's genius I get it I totally get it what? it's like lean down God give me a high five boom <laughs> yeah. nailed it he's the last of his race the kick <laughs> 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 That's a movie. The Decillions. I know how the greenlit happened now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, he's a Furion. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so he's like furious, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's the last of his kind and the one of prophecy. Whoa. You know what it is? That was yeah. lucky. Get it? Yeah. This is old school. Although, I mean, to be fair, I mean, it's, the, if it was just going to be one of them, if he's the only one, then obviously. To be, to be fair, that's a mythological, th- like. They're doing a mythological thing, and that happens in mythology sure. all the time. The Chronicles of Riddick is an old-school, expansive, space-faring, mythological sci-fi movie. Pitch Black is a modern, gritty, real-world yeah. sci-fi movie. Yeah. It's not even that they're. It's not even that the universe is wrong. It's like like the school is wrong. Like the universe of the picture. Yeah, this is different. This this gets at the point where it's not even really. You know, it's it's just got sci-fi trappings. It's not really sci-fi. It's just it's action. It's Star Wars. It's a fantasy. It's a fantasy yeah, it's movie. A fantasy yeah. movie. It, it's it's space fantasy, much in the same way Star Wars is. But we've got we've got him back at least. Yeah, I know Keith yeah. Davis is the only other one to make it back from the other movie. Like, I would I would like to see Rhonda Mitchell. Although if you got to have you know great actresses, then then Judy Dench works fine too. Judy Dench is one of the, I, that's the one that just keeps I keep coming back to that. It's like. What Judy? Te- what are you doing in this movie? Mm-hmm. What are you doing in this movie? Did you owe someone a favor? Yeah. Did you? Do you have grandkids? Who is it? The Sean Connery thing, where it's like uh, something for my kids to watch, and I can't tell which ones are good, so I'll do this one. <laughs> I just, it's it's one of those things where I'm like, well, I'm glad she showed up because I enjoy it when she's on screen. Yeah. But what the what? I think it, the feeling I remember having was like this was the beginning of we're gonna put. The highest brand, like stuffiest actors we can think of in the genre fair, and we're going to make that a thing. Mm. I mean, I, of course, that goes back to like Alec Guinness and in Star Wars and Patrick Stewart and Star Trek. But like, I rem- I remember having this feeling like somebody in the studio system realized that was a thing to do, and they really started going after that with a force. At the point, so you think she did it for money? Uh yeah. I I don't know. I've never tried and wouldn't I, presume to ever figure out why British people do anything. <laughs> I feel, I, I feel about the British the way Randy Newman feels about short people. It's, it's funny when I when they settled I, Australia. Why would you do that? Well, I still I, well they sent their criminals there, but uh, they, they let them do the settling. I actually again I, I referenced this in the first Riddick commentary, but I when I spoke to Virginia Hay, that was another question I asked for, her, and I, uh, she said. Uh, you know that the Australian, according to her, the Australian film industry isn't nearly so much like, oh, this is us now. You're a star. 
you're a star now, and stars have to be in certain kinds of projects. She says that it's much more, it's much more like a job in yeah. the Australian film industry and television industry. So it's like you might do a low-budget film. You might do a cheesy horror film. You might do a big movie and win an Oscar, and then you might do another cheesy horror film because your know, work is work, and you do what you want to do. And it's not, this, not so much of a stigma of, well, you know, Tom Cruise would never make a movie like right. losing it now because, you know, it's like well, if he was Australian, the, he might. The, because yeah. the scale of it is so much smaller there i have an actress friend of mine who's australian and she moved here because it's just like it's you there's only so many opportunities and there's really there's what there is which is not a lot and that's it you can do prisoner cell block b oh okay great sure so that's why i i i it's it's great that you know again as i mentioned in the first movie rodda mitchell and naomi watts both australian actresses you know, who do prestige projects and work with Sean Penn and get nominated for Oscars, and they turn around and they do Silent Hill and King Kong and you know <laughs> surrogates for God's sake. <laughs> you know, but they bring this these great acting chops to these movies that you don't normally that normally have people like Vin Diesel in them. And uh, you know, here comes Judy Dench to go. Okay, what you need the joint classed up a bit? What do I, where do I stand? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what do you, where would you like me to come and class up your your? Where's you, you want me to polish the turd from over here or uh, where exactly? <laughs> That's okay, how I, that's how and then what? I fly across. Okay, fine. I'll make it work. No, I'm Judy fucking Dench. I'll make it work. <laughs> Don't worry. That's how I feel about uh, Sam Neill in movies. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, Sam Neill. He's also. so good, but he's he's just in these schlocky things. He's like, yeah, fuck it. I'm the head vampire or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like fun. Or Michael Sheen, same thing. Michael Sheen's great. Yeah, Michael Sheen's awesome. Yeah, Sam Neill's like, I'll do Jurassic Park, and then I'll do the dish, and then I'll yeah. do you know whatever. It's like I like that. I respect that a lot. I like that. Automatic disqualification due to his involvement with Bicentennial Man. Well, just kind of proves the point. They can't all be winners. Doesn't it prove the point? It does. I just like using that, that phrasing. <laughs> I like that framework for, for Automatically a disqualified for his use in the big chill. Oh, oh you're right. right. Okay, I'm so already lost. Here? I'm already so, lost. I don't know. <laughs> as to what's going on. Wait for uh, Judy Dench, come help us. Save us. No, uh, okay. Hey, did you see what I just did there? You just summoned I just her. Summoned Judy Dench. I did not even realize. No, that wait, this wait about no, to no. How do you find out if you can do that? I Stuff re- like this? Yeah. No, I remember. Uh, she used Keith David to put the bounty on him to, and they were using the bounty to get Riddick to come to them uh, yes. because they knew that Riddick would defeat the bounty. Basically, find out who put it out for him, and then go to that person. So it's basically their convoluted way of putting the Riddick signal in the sky. Right. <laughs> they, they lit up the Riddick signal. Yeah. They had to go across the entire galaxy to find him. So, boy, she resembles nothing so much as, as uh, Laurence Olivier in the original Clash of the Titans to me. It's like, stand against the blue screen and say the words. All right. What? What does it mean? It doesn't matter. I didn't or Alec I was just followers. asking if you knew. I don't need to know what it means. <laughs> I, can, I can make it work. I'm Alec I know how to Guinness. pretend. That's what I do. Yes. Exactly. And she just had a... Uh, I don't know what Shakespeare's all about either, but I've won numerous awards. <laughs> uh, she just mentions... Uh, they bring up necromongers in the first place. And they're introducing the concept of the bad guys. And she's saying, you know, necromonger, it's the name of uh, those who will kill or convert every last human being in the galaxy. But wait, their actual goal is to get to one very specific point in right. space. For themselves. For themselves. Yeah. And they don't really care about anybody else. I could see, like, it would actually make more sense if they had been to that place and they were coming back and they were bringing right. the they word the of which power. is another oh, aspect oh there you go the, jesus the, bro yeah, there you go <laughs> the main very guy. small difference yeah but the main guy 
has done exactly yes, that. He's yeah. been to that region of space and he's come back, and that's why he has the special badass powers. Right. I'm reading through the uh, the wiki plot here to try <laughs> to get it right. Is that helping? Uh, no, I already got questions. Um, <laughs> well, it says that he goes to Helion because he wants to find out who put the bounty on his head. Yeah. Right? But then, apparently, and I didn't notice this, but then again, fuck me. Uh, apparently, Judy Dench explains why she brought him to Helion. She, she's talking about it Just right now? now. Yeah, that's what's so, going on right now. So, did he come for the bounty, or did she no. sway him? No, she. He was, no, he came for the bounty, and then she was but, like, "Listen, the I did this. I put the I put the, the, the bounty on there right. so that you would find out. I put the bounty on you and come threaten me because I need to talk to you." Right. Uh, okay. I'm going back to reading. Keep talking. Because she's some kind of space ghost, she can't just go to where he was. Yeah. <laughs> she, she is space ghost, but she's not coast to coast. Yeah, no, <laughs> clearly not. She has to stay in this in this hotel room, uh, just off of the studio. <laughs> now this is like this. These guys, these guys, these Holy Grail guys with they've got Holy Grail armor and, it's and out of shotguns. These guys and, are from 300. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm fascinated by the production design. The production design is fantastic and. Uh, I think they went on this crusade because they had great costumes. They're like, I think so. Guys, we made this helmet. We've yeah. got to, we've got to overtake I'm so something. D- I'm not so down with the killing people, but really the costumes are quite something. I think I need to be in the uh, – I think I'm going to join up. Is there any kind of non-killing position in the army? Yeah. Can I, Surely you I have clerical this? staff. Yeah. Um, you They're know. the IT guys, but they have those fucking helmets. Yeah. Yeah, I'll sit at the cubicle, but if I get to wear the helmet and the scarf, then But totally. then – but, you know, only the killing guys get the special, like, sachet – so you yeah, know, if you really want the full outfit, now when um, when uh, the the writer of Rohan dude shows up shortly, <laughs> um, and it's a shame, you know, Doctor McCoy, who what's uh, what's the, the name? Uh, Carl Urban. No, no, Carl Urban. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> it's sweet though that you went right to DeForest <laughs> Kelly. It was a reflex because most people of your generation would not have done that. Um, they would have said Carl Urban. Uh, when Carl Urban shows up, and Carl Urban is another guy with those guys who were kind of hit and miss for me, because Carl Urban also, I bought him in Lord of the Rings. For some reason, he worked in Lord of the Rings maybe because he was under so much armor and hair and makeup that you couldn't even really see him in there. Um, Carl Urban was in Lord of the Rings? Yeah, he's the lead writer of Rohan. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was the first thing I ever saw. That's, that's where I saw him. That's the yeah. first thing I ever saw him in. Um, and, and my favorite role of his still, because he hasn't really won me over in anything else he's done. I, I, he's, his Dr. McCoy is my least favorite character in, in Star Trek. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Wow, okay. He's like, because he's another guy that's like, boy, you're just acting hard, aren't you? You're just acting, <laughs> took everything but my bones. Like, okay, that was, we've seen Clint Eastwood, <laughs> and that was a reasonable approximation. And now maybe we, you'd like to play the scene. I, I um, and he's he's in this one. He's you know he's, he's it really is kind of when those two square off him and Vin Diesel. It's like it's battle of the posers. Only one will emerge. Why does he want to go to crematoria? See, you keep trying to make it make sense. I'm trying, dude. I want to make this work. My, all I was going to say is Carl Urban shows up. It's like the most convincing, fantastic thing about Carl Urban is his armor is fantastic. Yes, his armor is like holy shit. Some poor group of you know art department people. Worked a long time on that arbor. And when you're watching a character, an actor perform, and you're thinking how many hours it went into making their costume, <laughs> something has gone wrong. If the plot of this movie is going to be they're dispatching a guy to kill Riddick, do you need the whole fucking thing? Okay, anyway. Why, why does he <laughs> yes, want to go yes, to yes, the do. plot? That's not the plot of it. That's just the, I guess, inciting incident. How yeah. is the plot this long on Wiki? It's like a... It's like a book. <laughs> yeah. They're trying like a mofo on this page. Because things just keep happening, man. Yeah. They keep introducing a... new things. We've got the elementals now and what? And and how comes, is... This is the necromongers coming in. And to... here are the necromongers, yeah. And he's the, a furion. And it's like, 
But I, I what love, are these things? I love the aspect of <laughs> and you know, why we're in this like fantasy sci-fi Star Wars esque planet, but we have a very like Iraq Afghanistan mm-hmm. anti-air batteries going on right now. I I love that that mix. Occasionally, like there are certain points, but then like that that aspect of mixing I like a lot. But then having Vin Diesel say "fuck you" in the climactic battle. Right. Doesn't work for yeah, me. Yeah, that that seems like it belongs in the first movie. Which yes. is fine. Yeah. By the way, this movie flashes way too much. Yeah. First movie. Pay was attention to how much fucking flashing is going on at all times for the next. First movie minutes. was lens flares. MTV. Like, I'm what? saying Fla- no, fast, flashy MTV shit. Okay, this has like nothing in common with the look of pitch black. I don't think there's, I don't think it's a through. No, line. I'm saying I'm saying no. Lens flares were the thing. No, no, no. Like, I, oh, I, enough I, with I, the lens no, he's flares. He's complaining about it being MTV like too. I'm like these yeah. two have nothing in common. This is MTV. This is literally flashy. But it, no, it's watch it. it. Fucking, it won't stop flashing. <laughs> I watched this movie hungover. It hurts. It's <laughs> like Pokemon. I have to say, it's it's interesting that the the sometimes not completely convincing look of it actually kind of works for me because it does have this kind of weird weird reality pseudo reality to it. And there's sometimes it's it's there's a time when. You know, okay, that's clearly they're standing in front of blue screen, and those are some you know not quite fully realized visual effects going on in the background. And yet, in a movie like this, I kind of tend to allow it a little bit more. It's it's just uh, I may be the only one. Oh, now he's totally doing the Batman thing. But but I kind of like the crazy stylized. It's, it's kind of like uh, you know, if Vin Diesel accidentally fell into Sky Captain, the world of tomorrow, and yeah. you kind of go, oh, okay, I see what they're doing. <laughs> it's the Sky Necromancer, the world of this <laughs> <laughs> and there's my plot summary it's what's what's uh what's riddick like well it's it's vin diesel in sky captain the world of that thing <laughs> and the world of that and the world of whatever <laughs> we feel like today look shiny flashing object thing and then it goes a little Battlestar all right galactica. yeah i got so our zooms it's a little gothic Battlestar galactica thing going on yeah. mike if i ask you to make a sequel to pitch black where do you kind of go with it Ah, I. Uh, I mean, he's a cool character. He's the one that survived. I wouldn't have brought Iman back to begin with. I, I mean, just, that's, he, he seemed like sort of a. Oh, he's the one that was in that episode of yeah, the Chronicles of Riddick. Right. Yes. Exactly. Ace, yeah. Um. You know. Maybe he's. I like the idea of him evading a bounty, and that's sort of the thing. Sure. I even. I. I could even. He certainly doesn't have to be the fucking chosen one. No. I could no. even. I could he's, even. He's take definitely the, idea. the Han Solo of this universe. I could take the idea of him taking on like some kind of empire, but not like a. Universal Galactic Empire yeah, type of with, thing, like with magic. Yeah, and, he gets he gets yeah. you know. There's a bounty. He gets he gets caught up on this planet, like on like like in it, the middle of an invasion. Could, yeah, maybe you could in the middle of an invasion or just there you go. I, I could, could a, see I could see actually a a version of the sequel to Pitch Black that does kind of make sense being Dune. This a could be bit. A, this could be a messed up planet where the people on that continent have this whole death thing yeah. going on, and the people on this continent are fairly are the Muslim you know normals, right? You know, but it's like, but wait, they're conquering the galaxy and they have spirits of the dead. Yeah, you know if, what? It, if he got trapped on a planet that he yeah. had to deal with that planet shit, yeah, to but with get the away. magic and stuff. No. Yeah, okay, no, no, I would. I that's would, part yeah, of. That's another thing I just realized. That's the center of the problem. As far as, as, far as you know, watching Pitch Black, movies. it's just the future. Yeah. Yeah. It's not alternate universe future. Right. It's just the future. It's and this is clearly future. alternate universe future. Yeah. yeah. This one, there's all kinds of. There, there's like four different kinds of magic. Vin Diesel has fury and magic in, in his heart or whatever. And then, yeah, Judy Dench is a ghost. And then they have their death magic, which is different from elemental magic. And and, and and yet they have guns and guns, yeah, spaceships. 
Laser guns, though, not bullets. Yeah. So. Sort of. Because it's, I don't even know. I think they're tracers. That's probably it, actually. Or something like that. I don't fucking know. But it's like, where did this giant society come from? You know? What, Necromongers? What, yeah. Who who built that? I, Steve uh, Jobs. Well, you know, I'm sure David Tui has the answer to that. That's probably true. Well, why didn't he do that in his fucking condescending opening video? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I don't know if you know, but you're watching The Chronicles of Riddick. Bye. Yeah. No. Uh, it's more like you can do a fucking badass sequel to Pitch Black. And this, is this is the director's cut, which I hope oh, answers the questions I found out that you all are asking, which is, what the fuck was that movie about, David? <laughs> Well, let me attempt to answer that. You can do a really badass Pitch Black 2, even Pitch and Blacker, (laughs) for like 40 mil. And it would not have magic in it. Yeah. He is a cool character. And if you keep him in the confines of the universe that he'd already built, you can probably do a couple more of these with him. Yeah. You just channel Jim Jim Cameron and just, you know, Pitch Blacks. It would be the sequel. (laughs) And then Pitch Black 3. In the chat room, Fixed R6 says this film plays out like a D&D campaign. <laughs> no, actually, not D- this would be uh, uh, War- Warhammer 40K, Warhammer 40,000 is what this is. In fact, it's, it's very similar. They even have, like, galaxy-spanning uh, uh, wars and stuff like that. And one of the I, – I, I'm more familiar with D&D than Warhammer. Um, one, one of my roommates plays Warhammer all the time. And one of the things is that the leader of – I. Th- think the blood marines but someone w- will correct me i'm sure um but anyway um, i played warhammer 40k back in the day but i don't remember the well story they're they're led by they're led by a, a, their emperor is basically a corpse their emperor okay. is dead basically oh, a corpse yeah. like barely kept alive or is he really alive and it's like okay are we when, when we get orders are we just being crazy or is he <laughs> actually giving orders like how does this work um so yeah, this is this is definitely somewhere between D and D and Warhammer is is what this movie is. And again, that's not how Pitch Black seems. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, I mean, it's important to say that's not a bad thing. That's right. a cool universe to live in. Yeah. but it's not the but Pitch you're, Black. You're making yeah. a sequel to Moon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, really. This shit don't happen. It's. You know what might be interesting if you want to actually mix your magic and beans. And fucking Moon has more magic beans yeah, than seriously. Pitch Black. What did, about this basically. though? What if, what if you want to mix your magic beans? So like, you know, if this movie, it, it kind of takes it as a given. Like, oh, the necromancers and the elementals. Yeah, we're never get what you, didn't, you, you know about that, right? You didn't know, you the, Didn't you remember that? It's part like, okay, well, what Black? if what if there was a future world that was a very gritty, down to earth, hard science? You know, the world that we thought everyone was going to go back to at the end of Pitch Black. And then this this race of people who are sweeping the galaxy and you know converting it to their way of thinking, they're the ones like, oh no, magic and elementals, no, allow us to school you in how that shit works, science users. You know, <laughs> literally like the magicians, the dark magicians from the other galaxy started encroaching. You know, and so you had this like, wow, this is totally not the way I thought the universe would work at all. That's uh, great. Yeah, just somebody put a point out to go. Wait a second, this is not in this one. It's all a like given, and everyone's explaining their own universe to each other. Yeah. Like, well, of course, you know the next. Says, well, I'm a Furian. <laughs> well, of course, like, oh, you're a Furian. Well, say no more. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's like the uh, the fan fiction that uh, Mike pointed us to on the uh, the Harry Potter fan oh, fiction, sure. where it's you know it's the uh, the alternate aspect of this is that Harry is a you know a, skept- a skeptical humanist, so that when McGonagall shows up at the beginning of the story and goes, "No, magic is real." See, look, and he goes, "Oh, wow, that's that's different," but. Okay, mm-hmm. and it's like as as long as somebody is willing to 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 react. Uh, uh, well, as long as someone's willing to acknowledge that 
Yeah. That oh, that's not how I thought it was. Yes, we, exactly. It can it can be that. That is different but from what I was what expecting. I yeah, yeah. As long as somebody's willing to go, that is different from what I was expecting to see. Yeah, and acknowledging that difference, then <laughs> you can get somewhere. But so. instead, they're just like, no, totally. That's that. We're so, on board. One little connecting piece of one little connecting piece of tissue where they, if they literally went back to the shuttlecraft from the end of Pitch Black and the girl was still a young kid, and they, and they come and they land on the first planet they find, and they're like, wow, what the fuck happened while we were away? Wait, wait, what is this shit? You know, oh, the necromongers came from parallel dimension, yeah. and yeah, it's weird. Well, let's run and hide. I'll catch you up on base, <laughs> the basics of it, though. Because I totally did not see that coming. I know, it was weird. We all kind of went, wow, that's freaked out. Yeah, that's really weird. But now we're all fairly used to it. You know, once you get on board with it, it's, it's cool. I'll explain on the way. It's okay. Convert or die. <laughs> yeah. Convert um, or die. And Judy Dench can fly. It's weird. It's yeah. crazy. Maybe, maybe the third movie can be an in-between quill. And it can be about the intervening five years yeah. where these guys first show up. I think that was well. The in between was the the little the anime, Bay? like the forty minute uh, Dark Fury. I think it was oh, called. Oh God, was it? And, it actually explains uh, all this. To tr- maybe I haven't seen it, but it does supposedly try to bridge the gap between Pitch Black and this. Which good luck on that one. <laughs> um, but <laughs> well, maybe it does. Yeah, maybe it does. Maybe, maybe it's that. Maybe this would make complete sense if we saw Dark Fury. Dark Fury, you say? Yes. Is that on Netflix? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, did we just lose Keith David? Damn it! Yeah, we lost him. Damn it! Well, at least he believed in an afterlife, which apparently there's no question about. Yeah, actually, <laughs> he's like, there yeah. will be an afterlife for me. It's like, well, actually, yeah. I'm I'm on board with you now. Yeah, apparently so. I think uh, clearly that seems to be the case. There's no ambiguity of that yeah. left anymore. So, so faith isn't really quite the uh, the awesome thing it used to be, yeah. is it? No. Now, now you're just uh, now you're just pitting your gods against each other. Which, you, you know. This is all right. space in the future. Take off the bronze. Yeah. And here comes this guy. Who... Oh, God, he looks like an asshole. Look at him. What an asshole. <laughs> it's like, I'm watching you. I'm watching you, too. And you guys, I'm watching you back there. This is space in the future. Well, yeah. Like, well, there are spaceships and bronze armored it's very guys. Much, it's very much like Dune. I mean, Dune is kind of like, what? With yeah. the production design. But it's kind of okay. Kind of go, well, it's a different, you know. These guys, obviously, they like the Baroque. They went for, they went for the Baroque, you might say. <laughs> that they like, this is part of our thing. This is just what we do. We have this. But, yeah, I feel. Oh, that's right. And then this, this uh, she, she shows up. <laughs> then Danny Newton is like, oh, yeah, that's right. You're in this. For some reason. Yeah, and they start doing a whole, like, Macbeth thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which I like as a side element. And it's, again, it's another but, one of those things like, look how she's how playing, it, you know, isn't she, wow, she's just, I'm so evil yeah. and scheming and conniving. Yeah, I wouldn't be suspicious of you at all. Yeah. No, 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 I, no not at all. I like the idea of having basically Macbeth play out over on the side. And having that pl- that plot of that story come to a head right at the crucial moment of your main plot, but that's a better way to do it as opposed to it just being off to the side somewhere. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah, but it's just it's one extra piece of mumbled mass in this movie. Otherwise, and so okay, so now they've successfully invaded the planet, and now they're like, all right. You all have to convert. Do you want to buy some Girl Scout cookies? <laughs> yeah, buy some Necromonger cookie cookie. Now, what are the? What exactly are the? Dude, don't even try. 
<laughs> no, go ahead. But it's worth it. It's worth trying. What are they converting to? That's the, the question. They're taking out their souls. To be necromongers. To ne- but what what does it mean to be a necromonger? I think, like, I think it, they it means you're going to go out and kill the next planet. You're gonna yeah, go be a soldier. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, but why? But why do you need soldiers yeah. to take over planets to win more converge, uh, yeah. convertees, convertees, to attack converts. more planets? But, converts. But um. But remember, their ultimate goal is to get somewhere so they can go to the other universe. Right. Their goal isn't to. They might need a lot of people to do that, but why? Yeah, no, why they don't. They, they, they're in space. You don't have to detour. Leave the planets alone. You can yeah. get there on a pretty straight shot, I bet. Well, you know, when you're driving much. across country, you go, well, we have to – just two miles down the road, there's the, the patriotic snake farm. Well, come on. Let's just check that out. You know, because you don't want to – otherwise, it's just a boring trip. You know, you know it's like it's – like, oh, but no, no, there's a, they've got potatoes that look like presidents. We have to – they just added that. We have to – come on. It's two miles. We'll get a pecan it's smoothie. the world's largest thermometer. How can that not <laughs> yeah, be fast? It's the biggest ball of twine. <laughs> I've, I've waited all through Kansas to see this. It it it. This puts me in mind of um, uh, again the the slacktivist blog that I've I've brought up. I brought up on Legion and stuff like that. And uh, he does his kind of takedown of the Left Behind books. And the guy writing it is an evangelical Christian, but he has a problem with the kind of Christian evangelism, which is like, oh, have you heard the good news? What is it? Well. What, you you get to tell other people the good news. What is it that they can tell other people the good news? <laughs> Where's the good news? Like, what is the good but news? What is though? the good news? It's never like the the whole thing about in in that kind of uh, even ev- evangelism that that he has such a problem with is like the m- message is just this virus of of spreading itself about the message. Like they never actually get to the point of it's very of what the message is. You the know? message is the me- the message. Yeah. The message is you tell other people the message, and that's that's what the necromongers feel like here. Yeah. It's like what, but what am I converting to? What is what is my positive belief system? If, You're if converting I'm to, do this? to convert other people. Yeah, but yeah, but why? <laughs> what am I converting them to? To convert other people. Well, you, but you, you, but the, you have the, to ask that about. Apparently, that works. So your original question right. was your original question was why are they trying to convert people? Yeah, like there's no precedent for that in our lives that we can point to. Um, and I think also the, the fact that, again, my, my problem with it is the necromonger's case is so strong. It's like, well, he just totally ripped that dude's soul out of his body <laughs> and I watched it happen. I'm converting. I don't know about you, but well, uh, I'll, I'll put it this I think way. these guys have got it going on. Yeah, I'll put it this way. I believe you. Yes. <laughs> I'm totally down I with don't know. I don't know if I'm on your side, yeah. but I believe you. I was you. a Muslim, but uh, Allah never showed up and ripped a guy's soul out of his guts before, so I think you got it. You're the winner. And then why does this happen? What's he doing now? Kill right. No, no, no. Uh, but why do they even allow this? To, what is in this for the necromongers to allow yeah. this? To I happen? don't know. They like dying. I think. Yeah. The, I think the idea is that they're gonna just fucking beat the shit out of Vin Diesel when they Vin like Diesel surprises them. Pain and stuff. And the, but then they he wins, and then they decide to take him back to their ship and give him an exposition seminar. Well, yeah, Vizini did result. that. You've bested my giant, which means you're exceptionally strong. He'll make an awesome necromonger. That's uh, well. That's that's. I guess that's part of. Maybe why they threw in this little conversion aspect, just so they'd have an excuse for them to, to bring be an like, outsider. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, let's. Yeah, let's the whole talk idea is you. this guy goes. Oh, we we gotta have him. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he'll make a he'll make a great necromonger. For he's bested my Spaniard, like you said. They remind me of Scientologists. I already said <laughs> Battlefield Earth. <laughs> okay, there is a little bit of that too. Because they're like, no, here, yeah, but again. 
at least at least they got something to show for it. True. Other than like a crazy wacky video and stalkers. There's a bit of the stalking, I guess, here. <laughs> In fact, even more so. Scientology, Scientologists have, have stalked and killed a few people, but that's this is their thing, really. That's that that's their primary mo. These guys don't have quite the PR that Scientology yeah. has. Yeah, they, their their legal team isn't as up to up to speed. But if the Scientologists change their their mo to you know just conquest, then they wouldn't really need a legal team so much. Yeah. <laughs> It's like one day, yes, that's going to be, it's like the ending article where Starbucks enters the, the long-awaited phase two <laughs> when Scientologists go, and go. And, and then we find out what they've been up to all along. He's half dead. Yeah. And there's also the quasi-deads. How many shades of gray are we going to yeah. go with here? How many kinds of dead are there in this thing? There's mostly, mostly dead. dead. <laughs> but he shouldn't but mostly go in, dead. But he shouldn't go in swimming for, what, a good hour? An hour. A good hour. Yeah. Why does he sniffer? He's a, he does. He that. does that though. He did that in the first one. So did that's he? Still, okay. All right. Yeah, he's he's all right. Fine. I'm really glad there's continuity between these films. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I agree. That's how you know it's a, it's the same guy. It's a Furian thing. Yeah. If you only knew what they were like. Yeah. If only. I, I wish we had time to tell you. See, you because right. because his eyesight is so sensitive and hyper evolved, it means he relies on smell for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That's how it works. Sure. Good also, also, Judy Dench can fly. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget that. No, no, not fly. Just glide. Just glide a little bit. Yeah. That's Didn't right. you? Yeah. That's right. She, like, she makes that's a point a, about that. That's a whole line about that. She doesn't yeah. fly, but she can float when necessary or something. It, damn thing. Well, like you pointed out in Pitch Black, like every five minutes he's lifting up his goggles. I'm like, don't you need that to be able to see in anything other than Pitch Black? Yeah. yeah. Your eyes are too sensitive if there is any light at all. Yeah. Was my understanding. Yeah, a flashlight makes him go, Jesus yeah. Christ, put that away. Yeah, so all of this would be way too much. Yeah, she's like, you're killing me with this. Jesus, turn it down in here. What, are we getting a suntan in this place? <laughs> That's a very interesting, I, I, her design of her, of her dress. Because all of this other stuff is armor except for her. So yeah. she got to. We are only 40 minutes into this movie. <laughs> Good God. Yeah. How long is this? Is it? Four hours. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, probably two fifteen, something like that. Mm-hmm. There was a little bit of the MTV snap zooming, jump cutting. Yeah. yeah, they do. Well, they do that every time. It's supposed to be like, "Holy shit, look at this shit!" Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Well, you were talking about her costume. It's like interesting. It's got that. It looks. It's kind of like lizard skin, or it's lizard skin, and then it's got mud, like a spine know? down the back yeah, and so stuff. It's 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 her armor, dude. Yeah. You can sort of say it's like this. Is, well, it's like her armor. I'm man. just I'm just really impressed by the fact that they. The, the, I'm really impressed by the production design in this movie, just all around. Yeah, and it's amazing. The fact that her they everything else is like like we were saying armor and bronze and stuff like that, and her dress manages to feel like no, no, I get that with this culture. Yeah, that yeah. one makes sense too. They're, they're baroque, man. Yeah, there's nothing that they can't put slap some gold on or uh, make all fancy. And that's and go. that's fine. I'm okay with that. You know, okay, this is where he's gonna get. Wait, wait, this, this is where the movie gets yeah. a little homoerotic. You're like, wait, what's going on exactly? Where are they going with this? Dun dun dun. So, ooh, there's a dead guy up my ass. Yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I didn't sign on for this. Yeah. It's an animal. Thing. I didn't know this was a homosexual picture. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. 
Now this is, you know, as an actor, this is boy, you got to commit to something like this. All right, wait, I'm supposed to do. I'm going to go down on all fours, and then we're going to do like isometric exercises because what's supposed to be happening? Yeah. And there's ghost people who are whispering at me, and what? They're scanning me for stuff. Yeah. And hey, remember that first movie? How it was no way like this one. Yeah. How there were my, oh. She was in it, apparently. Uh, apparently, yeah. <laughs> she was we missed there, that part. She was there all along. And then yeah, this whole Furians thing. I don't know. I, I maybe maybe I've just got, you know, bad taste in my mouth from, from the prequels and stuff, but it's like why you gotta be throwing prophecy all up in movies like this? I just, I don't it is just yeah. enough. Well, just, yeah. Enough yeah, with but that. Between dog. Matrix and Star Wars and a lot of other things. I mean, what's Lord that thing? What's Rings that other thing? Too. The Bible? Something like yeah. that's got it's <laughs> in there. The the uh, Atlas Shrugged movie that's now out. No. Does that no, have a no, prophecy no, bullshit? I'm just fucking around. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to lose my yeah. shit. Yeah. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yeah. yeah. It's all in there. He's the chosen one. But Lord of the Lord of but, the Rings was the, there wasn't that mo- really any prophecy in it. It was just like if this happens again, that will be bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, well, so, there's a little bit as but much yeah. as as much as Frodo is a chosen one thing. You don't have the other characters running around going, "He is the chosen one." Yeah. It's like, yeah. the cool thing about Lord of the Rings is they're reacting in such a way like, really? That one? Yeah. The, the well, short one? Guy, well, and also, it, also, it's not like he is the chosen one as spoken of from on high somewhere uh, yeah. indeterminate. He's yeah. like, no, he's the chosen one because I'm like, I'm looking around. Oh, I choose you. I chose him he's, to do it. He's the chosen one, but he was, he was like, uh, I'll do it. Well, and everybody else. Fro- Frodo isn't the chosen one. He's the one who choose, chose to do it. He yeah. chose himself. He volunteered. So it's kind of like, oh, shit, really? Yeah. That's the guy who's going to step up? Oh, well, we have to protect him now. This is going to get interesting. Um, yeah. And the, uh, then the, and the other thing is like, he is the one who is destined to be king. But he doesn't want him. <laughs> He's not even sure he's destined to be king. I'm pretty sure it's him. I, I don't know. I'm not sure it's Does him. Does it have to be? Could so, it be another guy? A lot of people don't want him to be king. Yeah. You know, oh, okay. It, 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 the, more, the more people try and do movies like this and, and uh, other similar ones, the more I'm just amazed that Lord of the Rings works. It's like somehow Lord of the Rings made it work that so many other movies have tried to tread that same territory. And you just go, when is yeah. this bullshit? Why are, you, why are you doing that? You know, and I, I'm saying that as someone who knew nothing of Lord of the Rings other than it was some like you know faggy fantasy series, and the <laughs> you know and the movie and the movie just won me over. I'm like, I this is fantastic, you know. So I wasn't predisposed to the material at all, and somehow Lord of the Rings works for me, and and so many other attempts to create these grand prophetic mythologies just just don't uh, well, cause, somehow because part me. of it is that is that Lord of the Rings is not prophetic, and once you get into the realm of prophecy, that's where things start start stumbling over their own feet a lot to try and like justify yeah they start this, stumbling over their own gravitas yeah it's and and oh this is prophesied and and this is important we can't change it but but we can change it and blah blah, blah. Yeah. it's like all right yeah i i you know he is the chosen one i'd love to do a movie I would so love to do a movie. And, of course, no one will greenlight it. Although they greenlit this bullshit. So, hey, any movie can so, get yeah. $120 so, million. Dollars. You, I should never say never. I should I should strike that from my vocabulary. What? I want to do a movie that's all about the prophecy. And in the end, they go, wow, that whole prophecy was bullshit. Yeah, that's yeah. what I want to see. <laughs> that was Some dude wrote something on a piece of paper a thousand years ago. And we've been acting like it's true ever right. since. Jesus, we have computers now and shit. I yeah. can't believe we were buying that. <laughs> We really blew that one. Yeah, wow. I just in <laughs> if, it's, if it's a science fiction thing, somebody you have somebody at the end go, "We are spacefaring civilization. Yeah. Yeah. Why did we fall why, for that? Why were we talking about Nostradamus still? Jesus. 
But this movie is not that movie. I don't think. I don't recall. No, no, it's not. Sadly, well, this movie isn't really sure what movie it this is. This movie is not any movie. <laughs> this movie is yeah. not this movie. <laughs> That's that's how confused. Well, it's not. This movie it's not. Is. It's not the one that's on screen right now, for the most part. Yeah. Now it's like, now it's suddenly back to. Yeah. It's like here's the crew of the Betty who apparently landed in this Wizard of Oz movie. Yeah. And uh, hey, remember when you had him tied up and we're bounty hunters and everything is technological? Yeah. Yeah. Butcher Bay and shit. I, we're gonna get you out of this fucking monkey farm with all the magical yeah. wizard people, and we're gonna go back to shit we understand. Sounds good. Let's do that. See, that would be great if someone actually said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They seem to be totally like, yeah, yeah, the, the wizards. Yeah. We saved you from them, and now you're going to go to Azkaban? Yeah. You're not, no, you're yeah. going to normal human prison. <laughs> you're going to Shawshank. Yeah. yeah. You're not, that's, a good, that's a good way to distinguish Hokey. it. You're going to Shawshank, not Azkaban. Yeah. Hokey religions and ancient weapons, kid. We're out of here. We've got to go back to Tatooine where everything makes sense. I mean, we can shoot them with bazookas. But but they're out there, and that's weird. So <laughs> yeah. It's just best to just, say, I think just we, say screw it. Just bug out. I think we go back to Kansas. That's what we do here. <laughs> Let's do that. So it's kind of like uh, these guys are like these guys are like the serenity of this, of, you know, the, the, the necromongers are the alliance. And these guys are serenity. It's like, well, how guys, you guys can come and go. How come you're not necromongers? They're like, oh, those guys, yeah. They're not necromongers, but they are evil. So we let them do, do bad stuff. They're kind of like freelance necromongers, you know, they're <laughs> Yeah. They're, they're they're not in the union yet. They're, I mean, yeah. they're working on their days, but they're not in the yeah. union. They need about 500 more hours of evil before they can <laughs> fully join. You know, we, and, and we keep strict logs about that shit, yeah, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, if they guys try and fake their logbook, then they will never torture them to death. <laughs> they'll, they'll miss their chance to be tortured to death at that point. We will not have people like that in our death union. I will tell you that right now, mister. So say that to my face. Now say that to the one on this side. Now yeah. say it to the one on this side. Yeah, you've been told three times by a necromonger. So this is this is the pitch black planet is the idea that they oh, went there really? for some reason. I think is that right? Because I think that that little streak was supposed to be where the where the ship crashed. That looks nothing at all like yeah. the original location. Yeah. But uh, I think that was my th- that's my understanding of what just went on. They're like trying to retrace his past. To see how it lines up with this prophecy from, that they're talking oh, about. Oh, from after having scanned, the their, scanned yeah. his mind. Yeah. They're like, oh, the events of that first movie. Let's yeah. go there. Let's He's go have Tyrion. a look at that. And, uh, so that, they, can, that can only go well. It went so well for them. Now, here they're doing <laughs> the boy when they discovered that non Newtonian fluid business with the mic. You know, boy, everyone put that in the movie as fast as they freaking could. Like, and, uh, you know, this is a lovely use of it. Uh, you know, it's like, all right, that's cool. Yeah, they didn't make it like, a big thing of it. It's like they sort of snuck it in. I was like, all right, that's neat. What is that called for the show notes? It's some kind of magnetically reactive fluid that uh, – you know what I'm talking about, right? When yeah, I do. I don't remember the name. It it's called science shots. fuel. Science stuff. Something that necromongers would obviously use. <laughs> yeah, with all their science. Yeah. <laughs> they're very, they're very science-based as we can see. Yeah, even if you just had something where it's like – you pull out the Arthur C. Clarke quote, you know, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. And this civilization has, you know, gone this way with that. And the Judy Dench civilization has gone a different way. Just something like all of this magic is actually technology, but it's so advanced that you, the 20th century viewer, right. won't know the difference. Yeah. And they lost me when he pulled the guy's soul out of his body and helped yeah. him, like, check it out. Unless it's some kind of 3D hologram projector. <laughs> 
And it's all a big, you know, it's all a big fake. Like these guys go back to their bedroom and they take off their gear. And I'm like, wow, I'm so sick of this charade we have to do. I mean, seriously, can't we just? We have guns. Can't we just kill the people? Can we just shoot them and say, if you don't join us, we shoot you. We shoot you. Yeah. But no, we gotta do all this larping and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Always with the role play, you know. Because the boss, the boss got bored with that other thing. So, guys, so, so, one person in the back goes, you guys are just LARPing, aren't you? <laughs> I saw you guys at Comic-Con. You had a table. That was cool. Yeah. Did you ever get anybody else to join up? Because I thought your costumes are fantastic, man. There was that guy next to you had all the Firefly stuff. That was good, too. But, yeah, you guys, that's heavy, isn't it? That stuff looks heavy. Well, it's not real metal. Oh, see, I knew it. Oh, see, okay, yeah. see, I thought so. Okay. But it looks, it looks great. That's another th- thing, actually. It's a, it's a small gripe considering everything else. But anytime somebody's lifting something heavy in this movie, you can tell that it is so obviously not heavy in any <laughs> mm. way, shape, or form. They're these giant metal axe hammer things. These yeah. <laughs> they're necromongers, man. Uh, yes, they're, they're very strong in their styrofoam lifting capabilities. <laughs> That's why we can never defeat them. <laughs> they have styrofoam technology. It's and they have magic. rough sex. Yeah. That's you know they're evil because their sex is rough. <laughs> Actually, that's the most appealing thing we've seen about <laughs> yeah. See, it's like, don't pull that dude's soul out of it. Just throw these two in the middle. Also, you get to do shit like this if you join <laughs> us. You don't all get a girl just like Danny Newton, but we have a bunch of them like that. They're all kind of hot in their own goth way. So, you know, most of you will get one of those. We have, we have lots of them. She's, but, our cool, she's our best one, of course. I mean, yeah. you know, she, she's the showpiest. Some like guy in the background home. was like, but do I have to have his stupid haircut? <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. If, it, if it's a deal no, breaker. No, that's, that's, that's a him thing, actually. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't tell him to do that. <laughs> we actually we found that ourselves. That. We actually are not. <laughs> he used to play hockey. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's the king of the demerits, man. Yeah. <laughs> Every week we dig him for it. He will not. He will not <laughs> flatten that boy, bad boy down. He will not do it. So he doesn't get any fruit cup at dinner. Because we're necromongers! <laughs> and we will brook no bad stuff. We will brook no party in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Business all around. Uh, if only this movie was over now, we could just go out on that. <laughs> good night, everybody. Uh, good night, everybody. There's more movie if you want to watch it, yeah. but we're done. That is our show. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> uh, so what's happening now? Judy Dench. Okay, and and again, well, it's an as you know scene yeah. because he's like, oh, you're talking. Oh, neutrality these people. Yeah, he, this is your way, and yeah. blah blah blah. It's like, oh, well, thanks for informing us <laughs> yes. over here. Yes, about I that. know. That's why we call it my way. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. I was at the meeting where we decided that would be the way we yeah. are. <laughs> yeah. That's because that is also what we do. We have <laughs> meetings <laughs> is to our discuss way. ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> and figure out our way. Yeah, but they keep saying, like, elementals, and I was like, okay, so is she, wow. like, m- made of wind? Or are they, are just, they like, sorcerers who become really... Just full of wind? ...have or? an affinity for it? Or what? how does it work? What's going on? Also, this, this woman is, like, from head to toe, she's abs. Her entire <laughs> body is... <laughs> Her entire body is made of abs. I've never, I've never seen that before in a human being. It's like you see how she, see how she got out of that bed, just yeah. like abs. It was like an abs commercial. It was like abs on her forehead. For fuck's sake, Jesus Christ! Now why is she doing this? I know I shouldn't. Because he's so irresistibly hot. Come on, because it's sexy. 
It's steamy. Oh my god! I was gonna totally rape him, but now he's got. But now eyes. he's awake, and that's yeah. not cool. <laughs> that's not. But sexy now I'm at all. scared, which means yeah. I'm not aroused. Yeah. Uh, huh? Right? I'm confused. My my abs don't know what to feel now. Now I don't want it. I guess you'll have to force yourself she on me, abs which I don't like. <laughs> but please don't. Abs. Winky, yeah. winky. Seriously, the, the Igneon system. Yeah, really. Igneon is a bit much. For, first of all, it's the Igneon although, system. Although, listen, listen up. I mean, we got we're we're the world where it's like, what's you know, there's there's something out there that's that's holding the universe together. It's some kind of matter. We can't see it. What do we call it? It's dark matter. I guess. <laughs> yeah. That. That. It's dark matter. I, you I, come up with something better. I, I was right Steve. on that one, though. Like The Ignion system, that implies that's the name of the sun, which is like, oh, this sun's really hot. We should name it a hot name. Yeah. <laughs> like, as opposed to those other not uh, hot suns cool. that we keep running into. Well, my, my thing is, like, it, clearly they're naming the planet, but they just gave it the wrong term by calling it the system. So somewhere in this solar system, there's that system's equivalent of Pluto. Just be like, excuse me, uh, we're not all Ignion. Yeah. No, it's the Ignan system and the planet's crematoria. Exactly. So right. it's the Ignan system. Just but like, they're still, we're, they're still well, doing like the hot name thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. We're, it's called the Ignan system because that's the name of the star because we're the solar system for the right, same right, reason. Right. So, so it's like they said, oh, the star is really hot. We'll call it a hot name. Ignan. But the, the filmmakers aren't doing that. They're, they're filmmakers don't know how stars get named, clearly, yeah. is what's going on. <laughs> yes. Or they're just trying to be really arch, like, yeah, it's a hot system. It's a really hot planet, and yeah. so it's a, it's a really hot system, too. There's a Pluto in that system somewhere that's like, oh, kind of cold. Not so much with the heat there. Yeah. Crematoria is like, yeah, we're the hot one. Sure, yeah, crematoria. But uh, but Frozlaria is the place you want to go if you want to <laughs> keep your meat frozen. What? The party the pooper. Party oh, yeah. Party popper. Yeah, party popper. Yeah. Not to be confused with Brian. Wah, wah. You, again, that's an interesting again, way of doing again, it. It's like the, a... a a party popper, and a button that actually says party popper, I think is awesome. And again, in the world that I thought Pitch Black took place in, that's exactly what I would expect to see. Right. It's like, again, it's like, oh, when you want to slow your spaceship down, you have to fire the thing with the cables and the reverse thing. And, and yeah, we call it a party popper. You know, and it has a big red button. Because we have like, a sense of humor about things. Yeah. And, and you know, in a practical way of approaching things. But uh, you know, also, Judy Dench can fly. So I don't really know what we're thinking uh, in this world. We're not really clear on where we're coming from in this world. It'd be pretty cool if the necromongers had shit like party poppers, like just <laughs> things they thought were funny. Yeah. <laughs> we Put call them on it buttons and stuff. We call it a dingularium. Uh-huh. It's it makes more sense than the original necromonger. <laughs> it, it's it's really a pun uh, because you know the the necromonger yeah. were you know just forget it, forget it, forget yeah. it. See see because see because we're called necromongers because that's like people who who deal in death. Oh, you knew that? You got that? Okay. Oh, so that translates. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's, uh, all right. And. Uh, you know, we call this uh, planet Crematoria. Because, oh, did you, you figured that out? Okay. <laughs> and uh, the sun's called... Ig- Etymology is really easy in the Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. You know, it's, it's like, what Dogs pl- are all called woofers. What pl- yeah. What so pl- here's a $10 million unnecessary sequence. Yeah, really. Yeah. What planet are the Necromongers originally from? Um, uh, evil pl- place you're coming from, ah? Uh? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Dead in area. <laughs> dead, dead, uh, who's your? Yeah. <laughs> dead, dead, Deadville. What's their address? <laughs> <laughs> nine, nine, five, Dead Avenue, Deadopolis, Deadly. <laughs> six, six, six. Actually, the, the, nine, nine. the little uh, flagship 
where they all live is called the necropolis. So yeah, yeah. you know, which is the opposite. we make fun, but no, actually, which is the that. opposite of the acropolis. Yeah. yeah. So this is meanwhile in the other movie that this movie yeah. is. It's like here we are in the rusty, grungy, we all see an alien world, and it's like okay, and I'm feeling so much better than when the than from from the future. Who, who with ghosts are in this movie? From future dead Rome are yeah. marching across. <laughs> yes. The ghosts of future centurion from Rome. This is much more the the pitch black sequel you expect. Yeah, what's happening like, okay, right now? Yeah, you know. So it, wouldn't it be great if the director's cut was we cut out all? It turns out that you guys just totally didn't buy the centurion dead guys and the Romans and the guys in the big the cosplay part of it. So we just. Uh, <laughs> The director's cut is actually an hour and twelve minutes shorter <laughs> than the release version, but it's all the yeah, it's it's all the parts you liked. So, but it it does still kind of have the, and I guess it kind of makes sense if this is a prison colony at least, but it does still have the. Here's the, a here. I'm sorry, you go but ahead. here's a great example of like it going out of its way to explain the world to us because they've taken the time to build the world. He's explaining how their prison system works. How they yeah. they get a fee and then they take twenty percent of the fee and then blah, yeah. blah blah. And I'm seeing I'm seeing spoons. I'm seeing spoons. I'm seeing a legal pad. I'm seeing a chair that could be in an office. It's like okay, the cigarettes with filters on them. Yeah, necromongers. Really? Yeah. Where, where is that coming from? Anyway, sorry. Yeah, well, that, that's the equivalent of like putting a glossary in the back of your book. <laughs> being, you know. Yeah, it's it's the equivalent of uh, you know the appendices in Lord of yeah. the Rings. Like it, it's great if you want to have a little supplement at the end. Yeah. If it's a book, put, you can and, read that if you like. And put the appendices there, sure. Yeah. But don't don't take chapters to explain that in the middle of the book. Right. That's don't, the difference between Tolkien and right. trying to do it. Don't stop Frodo on his way to Mordor to explain how their economy works. Right. You don't know. Don't you don't need to do that. All right, so here they are. Actually, I mean, all right, we, well, we stand corrected. This whether this is a director's cut that I've never seen before. This scene. Oh, look at him do his Riddick business, Cirque du Soleil de Riddick. Um, but they were they were just talking about how they don't buy the wacky, hokey religion and ancient weapons. Mm-hmm. Except that this guy just came from the planet that's been overrun by the guys and, with, and, the, with the fucking dune ships and had to shoot some of them down. Yeah. So so he's he's seen them and dealt with them, but uh, you know this guy. He's gone back to the world where no one's even heard of them and believes they exist. Which is fine, but how far into the movie are we at this point? You know, it's like yeah. you kind of – you have to do that kind of thing early on before the tone of the movie is really set in stone. And I think that ship has sailed at this point. Yeah. Yeah. The the one thing about uh, – well, not the one thing, but one of the things about this and, and like the Pirates of the Caribbean sequels had the same problem and stuff where – you know, Riddick is supposed to be okay. He's kind of a notorious convict or something, but he's not universe renowned. You know, or, or at least you don't get that impression. You know, yeah, whereas yeah. in this movie, well, because the other people on that ship don't know who he yeah, is necessarily. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's not like, oh my god, we have Jack the Ripper on board. Exactly. He's like, it's like, oh my god, evil George Washington. You know, is <laughs> is basically what- Abraham Lincoln. I heard you were dead. Yeah. Uh, but and and you know the same thing happened in in the pirates movies like i said and and we'll do them so i'll repeat this then but it's like in the first in the first movie part of the gag is the fact that jack wants so badly to be notorious and no one knows right. who he is and as of the second one the world knows who he is yeah. and he is actually notorious and yeah. and he's the most important person 
in the entire story, and it's like that's that wasn't that's what, not the setup. You yeah, made. that yeah. wasn't his thing. His thing was how desperate he was for attention, but now he's got it, and it's less cool now. Yeah, that wasn't quite you know. Riddick didn't have that thing going on, although it would have been pretty funny if he did. But um, but now he's at the point where it's like everyone just hears his name and gasps as opposed yeah. to like, huh? Reavers. Yeah. Reavers. <gasps> Richard B. Riddick. No. <laughs> Stop it with your goggles. Yeah, yeah. every time. Yeah. Every time he needs to have a little beat, it's goggles up. Mm-hmm. It looks like you've got your knife in my back. Yeah! <laughs> now this is her, right? This is him, her... No, it's yes. a different actress. No, it's I'm a saying, different actress. It's, I'm saying, the same it's supposed to be, right? Oh, yeah. You're supposed to believe that this is what that kid grew up to be? Yes. Okay. Yeah, buddy. Look at that. Yeah. Let me just show you how I do things on Furia. I have lifted a girl by her vagina, and she did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be a really light girl, or it does not work. It works. It just kind of, it's like an episiotomy. Yeah. Kind of. Ooh. It just. I jumped the shark. Yeah. I'm going to go lean back. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'm going thanks back for, over here. Thanks for playing. If it's a small girl, like a gymnast, though, it works. Yeah. You could do puppetry. She could be... Oh. oh, stopping again. That's a whole other talk show. Hey, nice rack, y- former boy. So, yeah. This I is- don't even know why they, they were like, yeah, it's a new actress, so the, she'll change her name, but it is acknowledged that it's the same character. And why? Uh, you know, why? And, and, yeah. Yeah, and what is the point? And it's why like, is the character even back? Yeah. Yeah. It's like... Uh, and then and then don't they kill her off so he can be all like you killed my favorite second cousin or whatever it was. Yeah, I mean you killed someone that I knew briefly ten years ago and met briefly again just now, and cared about for some reason. Yes, as opposed to aren't you just a mad animal person that kills things? Yeah, we aren't you supposed to not care about anybody at <laughs> yeah, all ever? Yeah. It was not ne- the whole point. So of you don't actually need a justification to kill people. Yeah, That's, it's uh, no. That's his, what you do. His affinity. You're a Furian for fuck's sake. Apparently, yeah. His affinity for Jack in the previous movie was not particularly well established. It was like, ah, this kid's funny because yeah. he's a freak and a she. Um, but there was never, like, really a two-way connection. Like, it, Pitch Black didn't become about him trying to save her. Right. And, um, and like, that's what and like would, the way Aliens became yeah. about yeah. Sigourney so, Weaver She's not Newt. She is not. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, if you're gonna try and do this relationship that's what you gotta do that's the right. setup that you need right um and it's not there and they're just trying to they're, they're playing her like she's marion ravenwood yeah yeah that is and they're trying to create this this background with the quasi dead flashbacks and stuff like that being like there's someone named jack in his mind and blah 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 it's like i bet not i no. bet that's not in there <laughs> and how do, i mean how do they know nah. How do they know how much weight that has on his brain? Like, they could have just picked something at random and go, oh, this Jack is right. very important. And he, no, not really. I knew her for about ten minutes so five yeah. years ago. One of the few little details about this movie that I think is actually it's just like they've, got, they've actually managed to hook, you know, Jacob Marley chains onto her. It's like, all right, let's see you fly now. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. She's actually, what, what kind of clasp pinches a, a ghost dench? That's a good title right there. There's, there's a, there's a, there's Ghost Dench. Ghost Dench. Ghost Dench. That's a what? TV show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd not be awesome. Judy Dench is a ghost. Ghost her, Dench. Her, her and Jennifer Love Hewitt together they solve crimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Touched by a Ghost Dench. What yeah. you were, what you were saying before about uh, holy uh, god at the Copa Copa Cabana. Nice outfit. You too. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, go on. What you were saying before about just like when when Dame Judy Dench is in the joint, like how far else everybody else is outclassed. Yeah. There's no better example of that than this scene where it's the two of them going at each other and Thandie Newton is doing exactly what you are saying earlier. It's like, you are acting so hard. Yeah. Look how evil I am. I have a Klingon sword yeah, kind so of thing. Kapla. But, I mean, honestly, let's be fair. If you got cast in this and you're looking at the script, you're like, all right, I'm just going to I'm gonna turn it up to 11 and break off the knob <laughs> because that's the only yeah. way I'm going to have any fun and get out of this alive. Yeah. <laughs> it's $120 million. I'm going to make a lot of money. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. So there you go. Listen, I'm going to I'm going to go up and you just you yeah. bring me down. <laughs> this will be on you. You tell me if I've gone too big. Yeah. If I've gone too big for this movie, but this movie stars Vin goddamn Diesel. Yeah. I think I know the, the turf. I think I know where we are. I re- I really do have to think yeah. that uh Judy Dench probably didn't really understand the movie. I'm not saying <laughs> she's dumb or anything, but it's you well, just I don't think read there's it. anything to understand. Yeah, you just read it and you're like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but yeah. I will say these things. And, and, like, that's her credit as how good of an actress she is that you totally buy everything that's happening even though you, you can, can get the feeling that she probably had no fucking clue there's nothing what was going on around her. Yeah. It was all blue screen and, and half of it was made-up fantasy babble and stuff like that. But she's still finding the moments to be like, all right, I, I'm getting the feeling I'd be upset here. So I'm going to do upset. Yeah, and yeah. and go with that. Well, it's, you know, context, it, you know the the yeah. technique of an actor is to break down whatever it is you're being given and to find the human, the human action and the human yeah. behavior in it. So regardless, and that's you know technobabble. It's, it, there's always yeah. a, you know the the way it's you know the Meisner technique explains it. You know you have to find your you're doing and a lot of other techniques take the same approach. Uh, you have to find the the doing the action verb. You know find out figure out what you are doing, turn that into a verb, and then literally do that verb. Uh, so it's like it doesn't matter what the actual bullshit words are. It's like if you're defending yourself, really defend yourself as best you are able. And that's, you know, uh, the really good actors will always excel and can always excel at doing that regardless of how crazy nonsensical the random right. bullshit is. And, and, you know, like you said, there's nothing to get because it's like, what was that scene for? It, like yeah. she she takes she takes her up on the ship with the chains and she's like hi I threaten you and she's like you sure did and that was the end of the scene <laughs> okay so so there's you that. got me yeah we, we did that then that that's been taken care of the threatening is out of the way for the day but uh, tomorrow I shall threaten you a second time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha and some of the beings will die <laughs> I actually learned that lesson your fate and your I, friends I will yours. I will eat all the leaves on this tree. <laughs> And some of them will die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a given, I guess. That uh, that would be how that would work. I, I learned that lesson uh, when we were casting for 2010 Moby Dick, where we had uh, you know, 10 bajillion actresses come in to read for the part that we'd already pretty much essentially cast Renee in, if she was willing to do it. But uh, we had to see other actresses anyway. And they t- for sides, we didn't have the finished script yet because it was still a week before shooting so <laughs> so we uh, we had all that time yeah we you know because it was still days before we needed to see the the script so so we they literally took uh, uh lines of uh scenes pages from uh earlier other asylum movies and just changed words around so literally the sentences weren't even in correct english anymore because wow. like plurals it is sing- mad-libbed whale yeah, into it yeah it was mad-libbed whale it was literally into- like find and replace piranha for whale yeah that was so, literally what so it was. talked about there's a school of whales and and you know this don't you understand these whales are getting bigger it's like 
that's kind of what whales are already known for, right? <laughs> so, so it literally was literal gibberish. And, uh, you know, and you just hand these actresses and go, okay, go to town. Take five minutes and learn it. Um, and there were two. There were two actresses who just walked in off the street and somehow – they actually found valid- – they just, they just destroyed the page. They killed like, it. They crushed it. They found a way. Awesome. Even though what they said was not making sense. Emotionally, <laughs> I was completely on board with what they were doing. And I was like – they were my two picks. It was like, okay, if Renee's not doing it, it's one of those two because they're – my god. They, they, they cr- just read a recipe emphatically. Yeah, they just read the – they literally just read the phone book and made it work. And I was like, damn, that's, yeah. that's some good that's it. And that's when you, you know, when you have the action, you, yeah. they're doing the action. You know, they found like emotional shadings in there from the, what context there was, and I was like, "God damn, that's oh, wow!" <laughs> I still remember that to this day. Oh, now here we go. Oh, some hey, look out for the cartoon. Um, yeah, to this day, this I've is, got their, but this is this got is their name still... written down, so I can like yeah. someday I want to go. Hey, you may not remember this, but this is still acceptably acceptably pitch black sequel. Yes, yes, because that because okay, CG creatures still okay. Yeah, just just barely in the margin of okay. Yeah. And they're not doing themselves a favor by going, and they're in a waterfall. Wow, you really had to make it a hard day for yourself. But okay, all right, fine. Go ahead. My, my it's arg- a nice shot. Yeah. My argument nice my argument is uh is just that it's like it's an animal thing. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So I'll tell you what. Yeah, it, it's it's like even though they made the previous film, it's like they just watched the previous film or yeah. like scenes from it, <laughs> yeah. and we're like, "Oh, he got in the thing's face, and it didn't kill him." So it mu- he must have like some power over animals. He's like, like Doctor Doolittle, yeah, badass. He's Aquaman. Yeah, it's like no, actually, if you watch it, it was a specific biological thing, a physiological thing yeah. with that. The creature. animal couldn't see him. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not like they were friends. Yeah, it's not like all animals love Riddick. Yeah, he's beloved by all creatures of the woodlands. Yeah. But they, but they, this is it's like it's like that video of the guys who had the pet lion and then they released it into the wild and then they came back and years later and it and it hugged them. Now you know that that YouTube video. I know that one. Yeah, they they, they play the Whitney Houston song and it just <laughs> melts my heart. But uh, you know, if you're gonna do something like that, it's it's. I'm I, I would even be willing to almost give it kind of a pass if it came back in some way. Like if there was a point to it, like later on they sick they try yeah. to sick some you know undead animals on him, and he fucking does his voodoo on them too. It's an undead or, animal or, thing. And but it's literally just a thing where they're like, "How's Riddick gonna get out of this?" Fucking, I don't know. They it likes him. There is like, <laughs> it. yeah, it's not even a th- it's not even a like, setup. What is the point of this scene? It's not even yeah. It's not a setup for anything in this movie. It's a it's a it's a member in that other movie. Is cool. there, there's right. actually a deleted scene, one of the scenes that ended up on the cutting room floor. Later on in the prison sequence, that dog that comes guy took back. That fucking stunt pretty hard, too. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That was a, that was a, there's some nice chop sake going on here. Uh, that, that particular dog comes back and ends up killing the Ron Perlman lookalike. Yeah. And right. that's how he dies. Right. When I, you know, I remember that. You know, that's, that's, that's as, as much of a payoff as there is yeah. of it. But it's like, yeah, he speaks to vicious killer animals or something like that. I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah. Trinic! He's Kill a us. badass. Yeah. Badass. And we so could have just we could have just had him successfully hide. But instead, <laughs> yeah, but no. He tamed it. Yeah. For no good reason. With his shiny eyes. Yeah. Just for the opportunity of he looked into the dog's yeah. eyes and he was too badass for the dog. <laughs> yeah. 
Now here's here's this is the the badass. It's like this is the I, I'm here to kick the ass. Badass off. I'm here to I'm here to <laughs> kick ass and chew bubble gum and I'm out of bubble gum. This is that moment of I'm going to take my teacup. Here's what I'm going to do. Teacup and I kill you. And then he does it. Yeah, I think I think my favorite version of that is is uh, True Lies. Yes, where he's oh, on the truth yeah. serum. He's yeah. like, "I'm gonna kill you pretty soon." I'm gonna first. I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna break you. your neck and use you as a human shield, and I'm gonna stab him. I'm gonna stab him with that pen. <laughs> yeah. How are you gonna do that? Oh, you know my handcuffs. Yeah, I picked them. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the few times that works. Yeah, yeah. it's because it's so genuine. He's actually, he's actually. Well, because he can't. That's the moment when he can't lie. Yeah. That's the gag. So yeah. he has to tell so them, he tells even them exactly, though he wouldn't. Tells them exactly how he's going to kill them all, and then proceeds to do it. It is one of the few times I've, I've you know, it's like, it's like it's the meta version of uh, the scene you've yeah. seen a thousand times, which is great. He didn't drive that teacup into the guy's chest very far. Just, just enough to break break the skin and, and, and kind of touch his, his breastbone there. Um, yeah, like, not really enough to penetrate the ribcage. Yeah, it's not think. like he cored him in the heart or anything. He's, there's still plenty of teacups still left outside. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe the guy's just got a glass sternum, as they say in boxing. <laughs> is that a thing that they say in boxing? No, glass, glass jaw. Glass jaw is glass what they jaw. say in boxing. But the, but the, I'm impressed by your knowledge of boxing, Brian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know things. Oh, about is that a thing that they say in boxing? Oh, I don't want. I don't want to tell you no. Now you seem. Yeah, to I should. Have, yeah, I, I should have gone with that. Yeah, glass. Well, you make a little joke Dude. to a kid, and then the kid doesn't get. I, he's like, really? And you're like, I should have oh, just because yes, yes, really. Because the next step would have been iPad up Wikipedia. Hey, <laughs> totally walked into that one. Little known fact: I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> <laughs> okay well that's something that we share that was my sharing time yeah <laughs> i don't i know glass jaw but i know it from boxing movies so you know so then these two again it's like remember how we met once and then i sacrificed myself for you yeah well i'm a slave if you didn't yeah. care and okay yeah. So remember all those times i sacrificed for you between movies yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes and Remember all of our relationship off screen we had? Yeah. <laughs> Did that mean nothing to you? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you remember as, seeing any of that? As it as it as it means nothing to the audience? <laughs> which is why we have to explain it to them. <clears throat> yes, he's been alone on a planet for 10 years. That's why he's in love. What? <laughs> Hey. Well, you gotta. It's like the first thing you see, you just I fall would in love, love with. I love to see like the sage old guy that gives advice in a movie, like Obi Wan, just be like, "Well, what?" <laughs> I'm sorry, I spaced out there for a second. You know, no, even better, even half better. The time I make up this bullshit, I don't even. Yeah, know no, he sa- he he says something, and and the other person goes, "Huh." And he's like, "What? Well, actually, that what did I just? That didn't make any <laughs> yeah, sense. Right. No way. You just you're just going to accept anything I said. That, that, like, it, that was know, a book I read when I was yeah. twelve. What are you talking about? That was nonsense. That's it's, what, it's like the uh, <laughs> you know the, you have the unreliable narrator, but even better would be to have the unreliable Kenobi character. Right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. that, you yeah. must come with me and become a jet. You know, I, you know what? Actually, you could just yeah, take a course, I guess. You know, you, well, know, I, you know, you don't need to. But do I all like that, yeah. I specifically like what? <laughs> you must come to Alderaan if you were going to uh, what? <laughs> there was a. There's a what there's was I gonna do? I was gonna say a thing. Falstaff. Oh, what? Wait, wait. Sorry. There's a. There's, there's a blog out yeah, there. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you're right. There's a blog out there called um, "How to Write Badly Well," which is it. Nice. It's, it's like specific stylistic things that are like just bad writing, but like people do them as like. So it's like if you want to be that kind of bad writer, so how to how fake bad writing? Yeah, it's hard to do. So he. 
um, one of one of the posts was uh, you know base your plot on unfounded assumptions, and it, it <laughs> nice. had, it it had a Lord of the Rings type thing. It's like, well, I you know we defeated the evil and blah blah blah. It's like yes, but now you must travel to blah 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 because the balance of of good and evil has been thrown off. He's like, but what? <laughs> I've, sure. So there's not enough evil now. I somehow screwed up by defeating evil, and I need to go make some. Go I make need some to go make some. fabricate more evil. It's like, it's like that's the well, law of supply and demand. The laughter yeah. curve of evil is like, good. Well, yes, because the balance is like. Hold on, surely less evil is a good thing, right? And the guy's like, no, you think. the guy like you think, the, but the, no. In the writing, the guy's like spluttering. It's like you. You had no plan. You were just going to send me to do something, <laughs> and you don't. You had no good reason why. And and the the mentor character is like, I just, I thought it'd be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, what is it? How to write? It's how to write well. badly write well. Badly I think well. it's how to write badly well. Dot blogspot. There's a knowing. But. There's a difference between knowing and walking the path and. Damn, I had it. Wait, I know yeah. it. I know it. I know it. I'm the Oracle. Hold on. I got it. <laughs> I wrote it on a cookie. I actually wrote it on icing on a cookie. I get Colbert. God. Colbert How did, did something it like such, that once in, in his- Made so much uh, sense in my head. In an interview. Like, he asked a question, and someone goes, yeah, that's a really good point, actually, and starts talking, and he's like, was it? <laughs> actually, if that, uh, that, yeah. I, I might even cut that out of the, of the final interview, because yeah. I think that was actually probably a terrible question. Welcome to the world of politics. <laughs> yes, you make an excellent point. Yeah. I'll certainly- We'd certainly like to implement that in a future build. <laughs> Anyway, the movie. Anyway, so then muscular people who are made of abs are punching each other. Yeah, I love. I love that they they do a, a really dramatic like they try and do an ombak thing where like his head slams into the desk, but there's these plas- this stack of plastic <laughs> soft binders that his yeah. head bounces off. of. Wow, that's gonna. I'm sure. Not really do anything? Is yeah, it? I'm sure in the sound design it sounded really brutal. It was like when a cannon happened. going. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, make sure to make sure to shoot sideways with yeah. the guns because that yeah. helps the trajectory. That's yeah. I saw she that. went like back and forth too. Like when you're when you're doing a uh, like a racing video game, you're trying to go around a curve, oh, wait, and you're like the controller you're in your hand. The controller, yeah. yeah. I right. totally playing Portal. There were a couple times like with really tight spots where I was literally like tilting my head as I went through, <laughs> like it mattered. Portal one, <laughs> Portal one or two? Portal two. Oh, you just had you played two? Have you played two? Yeah. And did you? It's get... awesome. I, I'm uh, sure it is. God damn it! Yeah. Don't say another word okay. about it. I damn won't. It. But go play it. I, I will. will. I want to have cake. As soon as I get back from Nicaragua and I have <laughs> money to spend on things, <laughs> I am going to buy it. I'm. I'm just want the cake. The, Trey, the cake is a lie. It's not. <laughs> I still believe in cake. Yes. <laughs> The greatest thing of all time was when I played. finally got around to playing Portal like a year and a half ago. We randomly and completely coincidentally happened to have cake no. <laughs> in the kitchen. So I finished it and I was like, I'm okay. having a piece of cake. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to do, do a parody of that Cher song and just go, do you believe in cake after Portal? <laughs> do you? Do you believe in cake, cake after, after Portal? That's, it's yeah. going to fall apart pretty quickly, I think, <laughs> yeah, trying to do the lyrics. Unless you're Jonathan Colton, it's going to yeah. be hard to keep going from there. So, uh, yeah, meanwhile, in another movie, yeah. there are necromancers, monger mancers doing things. It, there's Dune, and then there's Alien Resurrection, and uh, someone spliced them together into some kind of fan film. With Vin Diesel. With Vin Diesel. I'm pretty sure it was him, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> I think he, he was the one did who did it. Himself. Yeah. It's like, Vin Diesel's like, well, we actually ran out of money halfway through shooting the Riddick sequel, so I just took some outtakes from Dune. And uh, splice them together, and then I got Judy Dench to come over because uh, I saved her from drowning once, and uh, she, she she go way back. Yeah, she stood in front of a green screen for a few minutes for me, and uh, it's awesome. Check it out. Let's watch it.
Actually, apparently they chased after Judy Dench something fierce to get her in this. Like well, she was the first person they like. We gotta have Judy Dench. They had fo- no seriously. Oh, no according shit. to like the trivia, they it's were. It's like when you're writing your movie when you're 12 years old and yeah. you're like, I was thinking of no one but Harrison Ford for this role. Okay, yeah. it's like. Go, I'll, go I'll be. I'll be honest. I wouldn't. I wouldn't figure Vin Diesel to know who Judy Dench was. <laughs> so, but well, but like when she became so, M, yeah. when she became M, when she became M, you would you would go, oh yeah, wait, she's awesome. Yeah. And she's the best thing about Shakespeare in Love. When you watch Shakespeare in Love now, oh, you go, yes. wow, we gave that an Oscar for Best Picture. Um, and the only thing that holds up is Judy Dench. You're gonna go, oh yeah, she was awesome. I like Shakespeare in Love. I still haven't seen it. It's, it's as William Goldman says, like, well, it's 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 kind of hard to believe that, uh, you know, what kind of movie is it? Because it, it's it seems like it's a comedy, but it's not funny. <laughs> so it's like, uh, it's the movie funny. thinks it, it thinks it's a comedy, except it's not funny. The, the thing about Shakespeare in Love, and I can't believe we're getting into Shakespeare in Love in the middle of Chronicles. Well, why not? You know, because it's a straight, it's a straight line from this to that. It's true. Hey, there's there's Macbeth. Anyway, and, in here. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Somewhere, that's another part of the story that's happening <laughs> elsewhere. Um, the thing about Shakespeare in Love is it's a com- it's completely uh, the self-involved Hollywood story. Like, L.A. writers writing about being a writer in L.A., basically, they're just covering it up by making it mm-hmm. Shakespeare. It's like, because it, it's all basically inside industry jokes, and more or less, and meta, that meta kind of humor, but just with a patina of intellectualism of being in Shakespeare's time. Being about Shakespeare, obviously, uh, uh, honestly, Shakespeare in general is a, just a patina of intellectualism. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, Shakespeare over was, the dick jokes. Shakespeare wrote for you know he wrote for the groundlings. Yeah, he wrote for the common people. So, and he wrote for the groundlings back when you know Mike Myers was there. So, <laughs> yeah, no, was, no, back when I was there, Mike, Mike Myers was there long after I was. When I was writing for the groundlings, it was uh, it was uh, Julius Weeney and John Levitz and Phil Hartman. So we're about to have the, uh, oh my, <laughs> suddenly it's going to be a Shyamalan movie. The sun! We must run from the sun. <laughs> we must run from the sunlight. Ah! Why do they call this planet crematoria anyway? Oh, about that. Yeah, funny, yeah. funny story. It just so happens that's going where we can't. Wait, there, who's, there's ships. Yeah, that's right. Why aren't or there ships? ships. Yeah, do they get... have Jeeps on this planet? Yeah. yeah. Oh, but they're, they're solar powered. And they only run on so. <laughs> bad planning. Just, just like the other planet. Here, a Jeep that runs on solar power. We thought it'd be great, but they just catch fire. They yeah. just burst into flames. It's, uh, yeah, we didn't think that went through. That was our bad. I like a lot of that I kind like of the running. sequence. Yeah, he it's does. a good sequence. Yeah. yeah. The sets, you know, going back to the production design, the sets are amazing. Yeah, I, I wonder how did this, these rock formations, where did they come from? But uh, never mind, you know. Yeah. It's, 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 well, uh, it's, it's, it's space. Well, it's, uh, you know, not lava per se, but it's the molten metal. Yeah, which makes them know. stick up. Wait, what? Wait, if, there are, if there are gases and... La- lava still bubbles. Yeah. It's fine. I accept it. <laughs> the rest of yeah, I will is. allow it. Like yeah. I said, I, you know, faster than floaty Judy Dench, you know. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I got some rocks on this planet. Sure, I'm okay with that. Yeah, they gotta run at three hundred thousand miles an hour, or however fast the sun's coming <laughs> yeah, around. Really. But yeah, well, and this also seems to have. I'll just I'll just run in place, and the planet will will we'll, we'll revolve, revolve under, under me. me. That's what's really <laughs> happening. Yeah. Uh, this this sequence also has one of the great sci-fi things of like it's a different planet, so the gravity is different, but only when we're jumping. 
<laughs> and only when we're outside. It's when we're inside, it's completely normal soundstage and gravity. Suddenly, it's slow motion, and we're ying. Yeah. Didn't you have a coat a minute ago? Did you decide <laughs> that was not cool anymore? Yeah. It looked cool. Are, it looked cool when I was doing the low, the slow motion jumping. Yeah. Coats are so last longitude. <laughs> <laughs> Those are so pre pre dawn. Yeah. Cannon fodder one, cannon fodder two. Come on, let's go. Extra crispy, you're next. <laughs> oh, I saw the jump. I saw the jump, you I guys, that he warned us about. Oh, yeah, wow. I saw so one. It extended so. as it as it pushed in on him. So this uh, that's, and it's a, it's the doggy saying, isn't it? Is the uh, this whole bit? It's going to be the extended part. Thanks. This, uh, is the, this is the this is the part that it was cut out because hey, you know what? We don't actually care what happens to those guys. Yeah, isn't Riddick outside like three miles away yeah, already? These are just some other guys that we don't really need to know what how they died. But we're going. I, well, I guess this does establish the stakes for. Yeah, it's the kind of thing you cut out, though. Yeah, it's the kind of thing you just you know. Dude, I would. Uh, the sun's coming up. I would go ahead and close the hatch. Why didn't Riddick and the rest of them take the underground tunnels? Yeah, that's a, we could go <laughs> underground to to uh, a whole place. I think, I don't know. Oh, oh, they're they're not trying to get to there. Although, I guess that would have at least helped. But were they trying to avoid these guys? They're like, well, they've locked maybe themselves off in there. We don't want to. Yeah, we can't get past those guys. Yeah, but they're, they're trying to get to the same ship, which is in the hangar thing. Mm. I guess is the idea. As much as the plot of this as I've been able to follow so far. So they're on the surface where now it's snowing for some reason. I think it's ash. Oh, it's ash. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I buy the ash. Okay. And he's running through a Russian children's playground. Yeah. (laughs) They're running through Chernobyl for some reason. (laughs) Yes. But this this whole thing feels very pitch black. It's like okay, yeah, I'm with right, it. Yeah, again, and it, and it's also a special planet that you special rules. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very simple. It's I mean the enti- take this movie in its entirety, and it's very convoluted and complicated. But this mm-hmm. this sequence standalone is very yeah. simple. It's action adventure. And yeah, I get yeah. Simple, uh, simple goal, simple doing. You know, a simple action to accomplish that goal. Mm-hmm. And then Riddick is the the river of this movie. It's like wherever you. Wherever you go and you're looking for Riddick, look up because he's up. (laughs) He's always on the ceiling. That's what he does. What was that? Where did that come from? It was a a bad guy smacker that he carries in his jacket. Okay. Until the jacket becomes uncool. Yeah. And then he just carries it until there's a bad guy to smack. And then he drops it because, you know, you only need to use it Well, the point of a jacket is to keep you uncool. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I see what you did there. Sit back. When I say a thing on my podcast, I say a thing on my yeah, that's podcast. That's right. He doesn't. He doesn't drink beer often, but when he does, <laughs> I he just prefers n- puns. Where's <laughs> the great Twitter? Someone I randomly follow on Twitter just said, "I don't drink beer often, but when I do, I just know everyone at the party wants to hear me fuck around on my guitar." <laughs> <laughs> Leave him. He's roast. He'll 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 slow the sun down. Yeah. While the sun is roasting him, we'll get away. It'll distract him. <laughs> distract the sun. We can get the sun not to look directly at us for just a few more minutes. Oh wait, I I got confused because it's so Lord of the Rings. I thought it was Sauron. I got confused with the eye of Sauron and <laughs> the, sun. the sun. Oh, that's right. We have to. Oh, that's not how. No. You get, you get, that we, won't work. We can't distract it, can we? I tried. I that won't work. New plan. 
And I'm sorry, but it's dawn already, and they're climbing up and this thing. There's yeah. no way. It's just going to get worse. No way. Yeah, you're actually climbing toward the sun yeah. now. The yeah. line of the sun is, is coming at you from the yeah. top right now. Yeah. Yeah. You might want to get low. And he's all low. Uh, why is his goggles off? He's all, <laughs> yeah, so it's fucking daylight, man. You can't stand flashlights. Oh, movie. <laughs> you mad? Yeah. <laughs> 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 movie, you mad thing. Plus, he's uh, he's he's extra streaky. Is is uh, was he shaving his head again with that? Uh, did he, <laughs> I, she oh, got a bit on her too. We'll we'll run in a minute, but uh, hold up, hold up. Found some axle grease. I can uh, yeah. I can do my. I got to texture myself. I can do my toilette now. Someone give me a rusty piece of metal or a piece of mirror is good too to use to shave my head. Yeah, that that sunlight is already hitting you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The only thing better than you know, yeah. Hey, see, yeah, even your that. goggles, dude. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Ow, that toasty. Hmm. Yeah. If it's setting the rock on fire, yeah. I don't think you get to stand out there for any real length of time. Yeah. Yeah, hiding. When the sun turns the rocks on fire, hiding inside the rocks will not help you. Yeah. <laughs> it'll but, it'll buy you a few minutes, but that's about all you uh, get. I don't know if it would do that even, but. But you know what? You know what? You stay being this movie, <laughs> yeah. and I'll let that go. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I will totally. We I'm forget totally it, cool with that. If we forget about the Lord of the Rings, guys, yeah. we'll let you have this one. That's right. If we just never go back to the the centurions with the ghosts. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the overacting British planet, yeah, <laughs> you will find that I am the necromancer <laughs> of the. Hmm. Okay. Okay, come on. Pitch Black sequel. Start talking about feelings. <laughs> Talk about feelings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. And you, uh, Lady Macbeth, take it down. You're, you're here. We need you back here. And the behind the scenes, they kept referring to the, this front, the, the fire front that's advancing on them as tiger claws. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. You're giving a little yeah. too much thought to this. The sun is like a tiger. Yeah. It's animalistic. Yeah. The sun is an animal that's attacking them. Clawing at him. Yeah. Just one hand over fist, paw, whatever. Grr. We're guards. <laughs> We're guards. So here is like, yeah. Here I come. I'm going to do my Riddick thing because Ooh, slow I motion. kind of know you. We're kind of acquainted back when you were a kid. And that's why I'm going to do this thing. Yikes. Yeah. Ooh. Don't stay to watch Riddick. It'll burn your face off. Yeah, seriously, he just stood up and was like, wow, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> he actually was trying to give him a high five. Yeah. This movie is bad. Yeah. <laughs> Please let me go. Okay. Push. Yeah. But he had water on him. Plus he's Riddick. So he's okay. He had water. Exactly. Like that wouldn't, if, if you're, if they're setting yeah. the rock on, on yeah. fire and reducing it to magma. Yeah. That other guy was made mostly of water. Yeah. He didn't seem to be phased in the least in his burning experience. Yeah, but, but he, he has those couple, you know, that molecule thick sheen on him. Yeah. That'll give him some time yeah. while it burns off. They got studies on that, man. <laughs> it's all scientific. <laughs> and, and again, like you said, just you could keep doing that. And if we don't go back to yeah. the other <laughs> thing, just don't. Yeah, no, just I would I would buy like eight of those moments, and uh, and here they are. Yeah, thank you. And if you can find some way to 
keep Judy Dench in it because Judy Dench is cool. But uh, then wait, what? You know what? And Judy here's Dench, here's Pri- Prison here's, Warden. By God, here's Revision. Yeah. And, and That's then an idea for a robot chicken. Suddenly, here's yeah. here's here's Doctor McCoy. It's just like six of these guys in the black leather suits with their eye makeup, standing <laughs> on the bridge of some other black ship, right? And they're all just sort of standing there looking badass. And then a seventh one is wearing an orange suit and just comes up and stands next to them. <laughs> they all kind of look at him. And he's like, "What? What? <laughs> you never said we had to do black." <laughs> yeah, I read the whole handbook. It's not. It doesn't specify. So it's like, literally, if you, like, tilt your head to the side, you know, he's got fucking saw blades in his shoulders there. It's like, well, I guess if someone comes at you and tries to punch you in the shoulder, they might get themselves a nasty cut. Stop zooming. Cut. But, uh... There are other ways to do that. (laughs) Yes. Don't zoom. Stop it. I really hate getting attacked by iTunes. (laughs) Is that the visualizer? The visualizer's coming over the horizon. (laughs) Shit, the visualizer. Is that that version 10.1? 10.2. Because 10.2, you can turn it off. But if it's 10.1, we're fucked. (laughs) <laughs> Shit, it's a techno song. It won't stop pulsing. Ah. <laughs> oh no, DRM. <laughs> iTunes, my only weakness. Down in front, 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 front. Yeah, even they're now, surprised. They're like, wait, what movie is this? Hey, wait. <laughs> yeah, wait, that's right. What movie are you guys from? <laughs> I was just going to ask you the same question. <laughs> we just got here from Breakfast Club. It's like. Then the wall between the, the door opened up, <laughs> and suddenly those guys Chronicles like, of Riddick ran in. Yeah, yeah. Fire, David Fincher is back there going, "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, they knocked down the whole Firefly stage, and and all these guys from Dune came out, and they had a fight. It was awesome. <laughs> it was weird, man. Like Lord of the Rings came out, and then cow—it was cowboys in there, and they uh, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, and Pitch Black go into a bar. Yeah, (laughs) and they have a fight, and it was awesome. And then got really drunk. They got really drunk, and they then they kissed a lot afterwards. But then I stopped watching at that point. Well, these sure are chronicles. Yeah, they are, and they are ridiculous. So what? It, it brings to mind a uh, you know a light bulb joke. It's like how many how many riddicks does it take to score a light bulb? A chronicle. Go on. I don't know. I didn't watch the whole okay. thing. <laughs> what is your what is your? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I tuned out during the action yeah, scene, I, I, so I don't know. I think it was three, but I'm not really sure. That's I'll check. I'm gonna check Wikipedia. What is your uh, what is your guys' favorite chronicles? How many are there? There's this. There's Narnia. Sarah Connor. Yes, what about wasn't the Young Indiana Jones a Chronicles? Yes, yes, the Chronicles of Young Indiana Jones. I haven't, Jones, I haven't I seen any of those things you've mentioned yet. I have seen none of those Chronicles. Are there any other Chronicles? Chronicles. Of, These uh, are extraordinarily uh, Ray Bradbury's Martian Chronicles. Ah, uh, yes, mm. yes, yes, yes. Those are good. All right. Why, in the chat room, Red they... Xavier wants to know what makes this Lord of the Rings. It's it's the production design and the fact that there's pro- there's there's spiritual well, spiritual armies of guys in bronze we're, in armor. Mar- we're making the, we're Marching making mountains. the association because it's an epic fantasy. That's what it's yeah. trying to do. It's yeah. it's epic in scope and and trying to do a standard epic fantasy chosen one yada yada yeah. plot line. So obviously it's it's not a one to one correlation. They don't have some object they're trying to destroy to stop the necromongers, but maybe they should because then there'd be a plot. Yeah, okay. um, there would be a clear, simple goal for, yeah. lot, uh, for Riddick to do. There should be a one ring in this somewhere. But the these this armor, like what's oh. it for? Their knives go right yeah. through it. Yeah, Their own like, knives. It's like stormtrooper armor. Yeah, and then their own guns. Say the catchphrase. What? I'm trying he's, to he's making a Ninja Stormtrooper joke. Oh. 
I'm making a Brian joke. What is the ar- uh, why would you even wear them? Uh, mm. uh, <laughs> wow, that's been up there for like an hour. Yeah. That knife spinning around. <laughs> this is like a, this is one of those fight scenes where it's like, well, I'm no expert, but not a single thing that anyone did in this entire fight scene strikes me as any kind of real way that anyone would ever have a fight. Yeah. It's it's literally Chinese opera. Clearly, you've never seen Eddie. It's no, I've seen Eddie, Eddie fights and flips, and he's just polar bears. No, he really doesn't. Awesome. And uh, <laughs> you know, he, he actually fights like he lived in our world. No, it's uh, certainly very much Chinese it's, it's opera. Chinese they're opera trying to do a kung yeah. fu. They're thing. trying to do a Chinese. But it's opera like, business. why? That's, like that's been fucking. Yeah, I was like, what right the there. hell? Yeah. Again, what kind of movie is this? Which is like okay, but wait, what? So it's like I I can oh that's nasty, but um. I can kind of buy that the necromongers would fight Chinese opera, but I don't think the guys from Alien Four would right. would you know turn Chinese opera just because they ran into some guys who could. Now we're about to get rid of a uh, uh, poser gal, right? Are we about done with her? Doesn't she get killed? I believe so. She Ye- dies pretty soon. Yeah, and that and that gives Riddick his motivation to become a badass and start killing people. Yeah. Well, wait, she- what? She gets captured and is right. oh, that's captured. That's right. Into, that's yeah. right. But then, then, then she, she does die, back. though, right? And she comes back at the very end. She plays a role she's, in the she's climax. Not dead. Yeah. Oh, she, she, she becomes, dies. She becomes end, one of them, but, and she oh, dies yeah. at the end. Yeah. Okay. All right. As long as she dies, <laughs> that's cool. as long as she dies a horrible, horrible death. Yeah. I'm happy. <laughs> that's right. Because uh, because you know, I don't know. I think uh, you know what 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 is that? It's like he said. Uh, it's like a gun that's been autopsied or something like that. And what? All right. And, and this what is, is this? And this is like, ah, and you are the chosen one, and we, I am, Wait. I am, I am the stripper from your home planet. Hey, um, not a, either not a good time <laughs> to <laughs> distract me like this, yeah. or can you get me out of here? Yeah. Thanks, Queen Exposition Allah. Yeah. But uh, I was in the middle of a fight there, and a guy was going to shoot me, and. Remember your destiny. You're a, seriously, can this wait? Because yeah. I seriously, just five minutes. Five Give minutes. Me five minutes. Yeah, and I'll have everything wrapped either up. Either I've got time to really focus on this, or it won't matter. One of the two. Yeah. is fine. Don't worry. He's. Oh yeah. Now, now it's like, now oh, it he is sense. your father, or killed your family, he, or some shit, and now he's going to effects gasm all over them. Doctor McCoy's like, what the? There it was. That actually happens when you fight the Lich King in World of Warcraft. I I tried last night and I got blown right off the platform twice. <laughs> Boy, you needed Leroy Jenkins with you. I did. I so wanted to Leroy Jenkins. It was a twenty-five man raid, and boy, it was just taking forever to explain. And I just wanted to go just just, just to scare everyone. Just go, Leroy, no! <laughs> All right, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great stuff. Great moments in World of Warcraft, which, thank God, they haven't made a movie of that yet. Yeah, Sam Raimi's working on it, they, apparently. They're talking oh, about it. God. Boy, you want to talk about nerd rage. Brace, <laughs> brace yourself. <laughs> hey, it's the new Mach 3 shaver. Yeah. Look at that. Well, they heard about that. They're like, well, they use it for the communicator in, in Star Wars, we heard. So, fuck it. Yeah. Just, you, just, we'll use it for everything now. Now, I always, kind of, I, I, I always kind of did like this character. This dude who's like, you know, I was, too. The, was I the, too. And I know, like his end. I like his yeah. scene that he has coming up here. Yeah. It was like the Lobot yeah. guy. You know, I always think of him as the, the equivalent of Lobot. Like, yeah, he's like the little, you know, squealy lieutenant that you think is. Uh, but, you know, he has this little revelation where he's like, yeah, well, guess what? Turns out that's some bullshit. 
<laughs> just, yeah. It's also a nice twist on the whole like last of his kind thing. It's like, mm. oh no, you're not. Yeah, you're not the last. Now you are. <laughs> now you are. <laughs> you're about to become. Yeah. I I probably should have done something actually. Yeah, now all those times I was in the same room with him and he was sleeping and whatnot. But yeah, yeah. Just... and all the thousands of opportunities I had to end this far far before now. Yeah, yeah. but and, you know, and I... could still have if I didn't do what I'm about to do. Yeah. But you know, I whipped out. I, I totally whipped out, and because uh, you know we're Furians, we we kill really good, but we don't think that great. <laughs> we don't really think things through, Furians. You know that about us. So what you're saying is this movie was written by a Furian. <laughs> I guess. I guess maybe so. You know, I, let me just take some of this really, really heavy gear off. Yeah. My God, I had things on my fingers for fuck's sake. <laughs> How many riddicks does it take to screw in a live bulb? I don't know. I didn't finish it. <laughs> yeah. That's great. <laughs> didn't watch the whole thing friend of mine it's a paraphrase of a joke a friend of mine wrote years ago is how many performance artists is, how performance artists does it take to screw in a light bulb i don't know i didn't stay to the end <laughs> it's the best joke i ever saw anyone actually write in real time okay now we're about to get a plot for him but how far into the movie are we hour three and a half hours yeah uh, hour 43 and now it's like oh he has something to actually do now oh you have the the glowing hand of the white wizard as well. No, no, sh- no, no, not that. <laughs> Wait, no, Saruman, no? What? Oh, sorry. Uh, no, the other one. The stripper. Yeah, the stripper chick, the Indian stripper. Yes, <laughs> that's who, yes, that's who I meant. You just start making up, like, spirit guides until you find the, the right <laughs> yeah. one. Indian stripper? You know, that one, that one, yeah, yeah, that one. Turtle god? Yeah. Yeah. No? Yeah, nothing? Eskimo snake charmer? Being of unfathomable power? Yeah. Yeah? No? Dude with a beard? No? Well, yeah, white guy with a beard? No? No? no. All right. Uh, let's see. Old Jewish lady? Yeah, okay. Oh, her? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Now I don't understand what he's doing, why he's killing himself. He has had a revelation about something or other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so that so, uh, yeah yeah that sunk the message. I've just realized in. that the best thing I could possibly do to accomplish my goals is absolutely is nothing. Is to, to give you a <laughs> modicum to, of yeah. bit of information and leave you alone and die. And he gets the uh, ooh he ooh he's just wow look yeah. at him. He gets a nice little death scene. That sunlight is some nasty <laughs> dude. Don't get up seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't get up. It'll come to you. Yeah. Don't, just, it'll, it's just rest. You can just save relax. yourself that trouble. Where where are you going exactly? Can yeah. I get to the McDonald's down the way? Yeah. Exactly. What is motivating you to get back up? It was he, a, he, it was some kind of fury. And, well, he's just uh, you know he's strong enough to face his death, but he's not strong enough to like go back. Actually, I could yeah, like you said, I could probably help you with that. Probably yeah. couldn't I? Because yeah. I'm like the guy's right hand man. And nobody actually knows that I've had this revelation, so yeah. um, there's a, probably a lot of ways I could be very helpful. Yeah. You know what? He should have gotten halfway out there and turned around and come back and like, oh, you know what I, I meant to tell you about? <laughs> this is important. Oh, shit. Jaw falls off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they could have, I mean, in all seriousness, they could have also made it a thing where they go back on the ship <laughs> And the quasi-deads are the ones who know what's going on. They're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, him, he is not on our side anymore. That's true. Guess what? Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit. Make it work. Yeah, that's true. Here, give me the ridiculously ornate helmet. I will take it. 
Man, this, this looks and expensive. Feel very about it. <laughs> That's right. My God, it's like this is like it's like David David Tui walked in. It's like, all right, guys, I'm going to cover this with three cameras, and I just it's just think of it as an indicating contest. <laughs> I, I need one of you is going to get the indicating prize for the day, and which one of you is going to indicate? Girl with tits, you're disqualified. But thanks for playing. But uh, everyone, I want you just to indicate like you've never indicated before. I'm going to play it like I'm evil. Good, good, Sandy, good. Let's see that. And action. <laughs> Show me that, Sandy. <laughs> All right, that was good. Show it to me harder, everyone. <laughs> All, right. All right, let's reset the, back to one. The problem is you're not acting hard enough. This time, do it like you're at the pizza place. Yeah, that was good, but I wanted faker. <laughs> Faker! Again, people, don't, again! Don't make me bring Vin in here to show you all again! I've done seven movies with this man. He's never had one real emotion ever! He's amazing! I wonder if it was like. He was directing uh, porn. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's right! He did a porn! I didn't believe he was coming, for Christ's sake! <laughs> Very obviously, Star Wars is a big influence on this. I wonder if it was a conscious thought in his head of like, well, you know, everybody sucked in Star Wars, and George Lucas doesn't know how to direct actors. That's the way you act in these movies. This kind is of movies. my moment. Yes. Oh, Judy. Judy. You have so much to learn. Oh, <laughs> yes. The grandkids. Even the grandkids go, Grandma, what were you thinking? Here I, here I am believing you. Try again. Try again. <laughs> we'll, keep, we'll keep at it. <laughs> I just picture David, too, at the end of the day, watching the like, I just, I couldn't get her there. I couldn't get I her there. I couldn't get her to fake. I couldn't get her there. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Meanwhile, her co-star is bringing new meaning to the words, dinner theater. <laughs> And Judy Dench just, God damn it, she just kept making me believe her. I believe every word she says. <laughs> damn it, where did it's I go? Ruining wrong. my movie. Fortunately, she's against blue screen. I can just use a, just a little bit of her, just enough to get her on the poster. But my God, oh, talk I about her too talk much. About, she'll, she'll go to wind again. Talk, she's half yeah. transparent. Talk about someone who just doesn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now where are we? <laughs> I don't know. The... Riddick is going to come in and he's going to yeah, say we're, Riddick shit. We're back on Helion Prime for some okay. reason. Oh, and we're right. back with Keith David's family for some for reason. For some reason. Even yeah. though he's been dead for a week. Yeah. And oh. his necklace is still a thing? Okay. No, no. That's to indicate Riddick is back. That, right, right, right. <gasps> oh, yeah. all the way back to Fury. From the, oh, because he was on this. He got a ship on the hot planets. Right. And now he's coming back here. These helmets get more and more ridiculous. Yeah. Like, he just walked in with one that, like, covers his whole mouth up. Yeah. <laughs> There's a helmet in his helmet, dude. Yeah, that's why that. That's why that guy came and clouded him. Speak up! You coming across? What's that you say? Throwing in the mouth face? Standing on the other side of a football field <laughs> and wearing that helmet face? and trying to talk to me. What the hell? <laughs> so have wait? Have they been here the whole time? Have they just been chilling on this planet? Oh, that is, this is the planet they're on. That's right. They've just, they've whacked out the Keith David planet. They're yeah. still they're yeah. still partying down on the Keith David. This planet. is the problem with having too many planets. Yeah. <laughs> if it was just fucking Earth in the future, we wouldn't have this problem. They're uh, they're never going to get to the underverse at this rate. Yeah. They're like we stay here, you know. We Look, say we're just going to yeah. stop for to use the potty. <laughs> and then we end up here for a it's week subjugating the civilization of the planet. <laughs> no more. Okay. Right. Get your Sour Patch Kids now, because we're not going to stop at the next one. We are not going to take any more candy from yeah. babies. Yeah. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> Can we subvert another planet? No. <laughs> we no, subverted we one an hour more ago. candy from baby. You, <laughs> said, you uh, said the last one was going to be the last one. And that's we it. have a schedule. You have a schedule. <laughs> the necro under overlord is not going to undermine itself or something. Oh, God. My God. Here they go. We, you know they're getting to the close close to the end because their their eyes are just larger than ever. I hope so, Commander. My boss is not nearly as retarded as I am. <laughs> Been sent to deliver a message. Yeah, they're seriously doing the thing where they were just they were given pages of gibberish and yeah. like no you emote. Will, you will never see the thing of value. Yeah, <laughs> let me explain to you my anger at mine you. creates fear. Could you be wrong? <laughs> I think I had a spam email that said that once. <laughs> Brain and brain. What is brain? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Chronicles are really pretty serious. <laughs> Actually, oh. thinking about it, isn't, that, <laughs> isn't that the Scientology pitch? Mind creates fear. Could you be wrong? Mm, maybe. It might be. Something like that. Or it's the Necromonger pitch. Uh, or, yeah. the, or both. I, get, I think I'm confused. <laughs> that was... Oh, we, I'm sorry. You were serious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> permit me, permit me to laugh harder. <laughs> Pastrami, 99 cents a pound. This can still be a day of days. Oh. It's well shot. We'll yeah, it's beautifully you know? shot. And the beautiful production design is, is killer. Yeah, and the visual effects see, are out through the roof. The, uh, the DP is. No, seriously. Yeah. You send Mike, them. You send them your gold, and then they tell you how much they're going to give you for yeah. it. Mike, it's you, true. You either won't care, or it will devastate you. Yeah. There's no good that can come from finding out who shot this. Who's what if it's Bill Pope? Hugh Johnson. I never. Was <laughs> <Bill> Pope. <laughs> That's a made-up name, yeah. man. That's yeah, not a real totally. one. Yeah. Huge Johnson. Huge yeah, Johnson. <laughs> and here Huge he comes Johnson. now. Wait a sec. <laughs> So the so the DP of this movie, Alan Smithied himself, maybe. <laughs> that doesn't. Well, no, he was the same one uh, from GI Jane, and then. So you work with Ridley Scott, for heaven's sake. And White Squall, yeah. Yeah, oh. twice. And uh, and then Aragon. Nice. Well, this is but this that movie, movie is, happened. This movie is massively what, massively. I forgot boosting. that was a movie. It was a Aragon, movie. yeah. It was a big deal for a week and a half. Were you sick? Yeah. <laughs> I missed that week on the internet. Yeah. Oh, I, th- I just thought they misspelled dragon. Hey, while you're yeah, looking well. at that, find out how long this movie is. Oh, yeah, he's he's uh, still got to go in. Fourteen minutes. And, he's still got to go oh, in and talk. Twenty-five minutes. He's yeah, still got to oh go in and talk trash God. to the guy with three heads. Yeah. But yeah. Soon, oh, yeah. I think. Soon, I think we're getting there. Okay, wait, wait, wait. In the chat, Red Xavier says it sounds like the main objection to the movie is that it's a sequel to Pitch Black. No, I'm no, down for a sequel no, to Pitch no. Black. Yeah, I'm totally down for a sequel to Pitch Black, and this is well, half a sequel. Right, someone explain the objection to the movie. No, I. Well, what he means is that this. The the the, what he's saying is he perceives the the objection is this doesn't work because it's a violation of oh I saw a skip there was again. another one of those little um, negative pops. Uh, you know this is a different universe than Pitch Black. If this weren't if this weren't putting itself forward as a sequel to Pitch Black, would it work better? Maybe. But it's it would still, still be incomprehensible. That's, that's, it's still, that's, yeah, it's still yeah. a mess. It's still that's just the thing. incoherent. There's, there's two or three main problems with this movie. The fact that it's a sequel to Pitch Black is one of them, but another one is that it is incomprehensible all by itself. And the third one is that it's two movies. Even if, even if the Alien 3 portion of this movie wasn't a sequel to Pitch Black, that's still a vastly different movie than right. this Lord of the Rings Star Wars thing. That is the rest of this. Right. It, it does feel like an interlude. It feels yeah. like something that's just off to the side doing something and else. And it's very much a, a 
act two thing. It's like it's that old the cliche in act two. Yeah, it's like you know I'm ha- oh I'm having act two problems. Everybody mm-hmm. has act two problems. It's it's like because it's a real thing. It is act real. Two is oh, yeah. hard. Act two is hard. It's easy to figure out the beginning and the end. It's hard to figure out how you're gonna string those two things together. Because uh, from maybe about this point on, I've I at least find the movie entertaining. It may not make any more sense than the rest of it, but at least I can go along. <laughs> and a girl fan day. <laughs> and now you're like lower, <laughs> lower. <laughs> the boobs are doing the the acting now. She's just like, boobs, 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 check her out. Let the dress and hips do the work. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You don't even have to act in this scene. Yeah. The dress is doing it for you. But yeah, I mean, the main thing is that, well, and also, like we were just talking about making making the joke about uh, Lord of the Rings and the One Ring and stuff like that. There, what is Riddick doing? What yeah. uh, Up until just now, when the girl he cares about, question mark, got kidnapped by these guys, he had no... Purpose. He, he had, had no, no through dr- line. Yeah, yeah. Th- there was nothing that it's like. This is what Riddick is attempting to accomplish. Yeah, in this movie, and and practically just in this scene, it was like he shows up so that people can come after him and shoot, and he can run. But like, w- but why? What is he doing? What's he trying to do? Think of it this way: He's like, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, what is Indiana Jones trying to do? Get the Ark. Yeah. In this movie, what is Riddick trying to do? Up until – at yeah. this point, he finally has a through line. But yeah, up until right. then, That's it's mo- like – I'm illustrating the point. It's yeah. like yeah. you don't know what he's trying to do. Yeah. 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 And it's – well, it's – Like the last scene, he said he's going to do something, and then he does it the next scene. But there's not a big one. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's like every other scene is, oh, he's trying to get away or he's biting his signs or getting, yeah. being anyway. But it's like there's a scene of him trying to get away or him getting ready to try to get away. And then there's a scene of him away. And then that, that scene is pointless until he gets captured again. For whatever reason. And that happens like three or four times in this movie. And now there's finally this. And we can't have 25 minutes left to go on this. <laughs> we, <laughs> can't. we can't. This is the final, like, confrontation. So here's the reveal. Two hours, oh. 15 minutes. We're an hour, 55 in. we got 20 left. I guess. I guess three or four will be credits. Yeah. yeah. More than that, this is a big movie. So we can hope that there's maybe six or seven minutes of credits. They got, to, they got her fast. How long massive. did he take to get yeah. back? Yeah, they've got some. They got some actual sets and stuff. They got massive was... sets. They got hundreds of people in this ornate armor and different costumes. I mean, every bit of these, every one of these costumes is phenomenally ornate. This this movie must have been made in Italy. Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, no, it, it was it, shot in um, British Columbia. Nah, really? Vancouver yeah. probably. No somewhere kidding. There, yeah. well, that's why uh, it looks like this. It's like my God. It's like is this one of those things? Is like you know, Chinichita just before they you know went bankrupt or something. It's like okay, we're gonna do one more crazy ass movie. You know, <laughs> every every everybody's gonna work yeah. on it. Let's let's try and get them. Let's see them try to get our money now. Yeah, there gonna, it is. Gonna, it's uh, the yeah. set. They're gonna spend every dime we yeah. have on this amazing amount of uh, armor and uh, sets and visual effects. And uh, along the way, we'll figure out what the movie is. Yeah. Now it's what? Oh, right. Now, now she's doing the thing again. Where it's like, I'm here to tell you the good news about telling other people the good news. <laughs> the good news. It's really good news. Yeah. Yeah. Wait till you hear it. When you go to the underverse, you can go to the underverse, and then you're in the underverse. Oh, What's that... so great about being in the underverse? Then you can go there. Well, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the underverse. Yeah. Are you there now? No. Well, then you don't. And know. is it awesome here? Not really compared so, to the underverse, so as I... you would know if you were there. So I think you guys I've are made... excellent at evasion. You <laughs> made my point. 
I mean, look at that, that knife. I mean, someone like sat for a week and, and oh, yeah. did, the, did the sculpting just to make the mold for that freaking right. knife. I want to go back to Red Xavier's making some points that I feel like we should address. Okay. Jabba's Palace uh, is quite him. different from Endor. What? Jabba's Palace is different from Endor. J- no. The, the Jabba, no. The Jabba's Palace <laughs> no, Endor in. sequence of Jedi is probably the greatest structural problem behind that movie. The fact that you have you know 45 minutes that's... Really not connected di- to the rest of the movie at all. Different, well, different how? Different looking? We're not, we're not objecting well, to the fact yeah. that the movie has different art designs. Yeah, styles. if, if, if you're, are, if you're in like just a regular drama, it's not a violation of the magic bean for them to go to someone else's house. Like, and yeah. like, Endor and Jabba, you know, there, there are Jedi in both places. Yeah, and that's what this yeah. movie is not doing. Endor and Jabba the Hutt are both in the, the, in, in the same fantasy universe. You can accept them both. As opposed to this, which is like, yeah, w- w- there's the alien universe and there's the there's the universe where Star Wars universe, there's the universe where centurions from the future pull your soul out of your body, yeah. which uh, you know, and you, also this, yeah, and, and this, and, and, and then and then suddenly it's the Matrix. Uh, are we doing Twilight? What's this? Yeah, he's not nearly sparkly enough. He's he's oh, really damn. I don't I I wonder if it's his armor or his uh, or just the guy, but. Like he needs this because he's actually not that good. Like yeah. he's, he's doing these kicks that are like, eh, yeah. but he Boy, just gets it heavy. first. Just, yeah, my foot is so heavy. Well, you know, if you're super fast, exactly. I don't need yeah. to have form. I'll just smack to, you around. I would, I'll tell you, it's like you know, if you're going to come up with a prophecy, you know, again, this is why prophecies are so medieval because a prophecy really can't go beyond. Yeah, and then the chosen one will go to the evil king, and. Punch, punch him really hard. <laughs> really? That's he's chosen for that? Other people can't punch the king really hard? <laughs> no, this guy punches him in the chosen one punch way that yeah. is special. Plus he has a knife. He has a he has a really cool knife that's that's important as well. But no one else can use the knife? No, because they're not the chosen one, duh. So it's kind of like literally this is all he does here is I'm I'm gonna walk in and I'm just gonna punch the king in the head really hard until he is dead. Maybe this movie is just trolling us. <laughs> Somebody's I mean, trolling us. The, and prophecy stuff like that is always self-fulfilling because anyone who tries to use the, the knife to kill the king and can't is like, well, that wasn't the, chosen, wasn't one. the chosen one. And the person who succeeds is like, oh, the chosen one. How do you Spoken know he was in prophecy? How do you know he was a chosen one? Because he was able to kill the king. Well, isn't that? Couldn't that just be coincidence? No, that proves the prophecy. Yeah. <laughs> you, what? Hello. Like anyone could have just done yeah. it. Like anyone could kill a person with a knife. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. We're talking it, fairy tales here. It's, yeah. the, it's the no true Scotsman fallacy. Yeah. It, you know, well, well, no true chosen one would have failed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How does the uh, true Scotsman fallacy actually go? The no true Scotsman fallacy is, uh, you know, the, the example is, oh, you know, no Scotsman put sugar in his porridge. Well, my uncle's Scottish and he put sugar in his porridge. No true Scotsman yeah. put sugar yeah. in his yeah. porridge. He's not truly yeah. Scottish. You then. just, you, you, dis- you dismiss like... Any, a, any contradiction or outlier by saying it's not part of the proper set. Yeah. So you, can't, you cannot be wrong because you're just going to exclude oh anything. You're that, you're that only, you're wait, 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 wait yeah. it's late in the game, but Urban is coming on strong with the indicating. My God, yeah. did you see how he picked up that sword? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I'll show you indicating. I will pick this up so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, look at her eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> Ninja eyebrows activate. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, she hit the the, the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> what is that going to stack of dishes or something? 
See, why do you even have that in your living room? I mean, that's just so dangerous. Well, they they had a thing where they're you know they're into the BDSM thing, and like half of their guards are walking around with knives in their backs and stuff. Yeah, so. that's true. And uh, and you know, hell, they've got shoulder pads with blades on them. Yeah. So if you like tilt your head to the side, you can lose an ear. Ah, but here's where the Lady Macbeth thing kicks in. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. He's he's coming at you. Yeah. That's, Wait a minute. There's about eight axe blades right there, yeah. pointed right in your direction. Okay, don't don't hesitate. Not the time. Don't. She turns away. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, but look what he can do. He can do the soul his thing. His soul can leave his body, but then, very slowly, Riddick can. Riddick will pose his he face will right off. Punch your soul. <laughs> yeah, he will punch your soul back you your into soul? your body. Because that's what the chosen one can do is punch your soul to your body or some goddamn thing. And then, oh, and stab you in your in your brain. That's what the chosen one has done. Only the chosen one could stab as, somebody as, in the brain. As according the brain. to the prophecy. Ooh, and then snap it off. That's just mean. Oh. No. There you go, Thandy. Fingers, get the fingers out. Yeah. Oh, Thandy. I'm thinking Oscar. <laughs> What would be the odds of that? Yes. I don't know. Let's check the science. Yes. On. <laughs> Let's see. The odds of someone dying when stabbed in the brain yeah. <laughs> with a, a foot and a half long blade. Yeah. Um, one. One. <laughs> one out of one. That's... Is it I'm no possible for something two out of negative one? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm no elemental, but yeah. I think my math is good on this one. And then what is what? Wait, is he look crying? At him, look at his he's, forehead. He's crying look, out of his nose. Look at his and his forehead. His forehead is crying blood. <laughs> oh, when Vin Diesel gets sad, his forehead grows. His forehead, his forehead actually like is actually rippling. He's got abs in his forehead. <laughs> look, he's, even the V for Vin is. is oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 his secret. That's so he doesn't forget his name. <laughs> <laughs> that's his secret superpower: is he can manifest a V in his forehead, but only when very sad. He's got veins in the shape of a V. Damn. Oh. Trying to wipe him away. Get, get out of here, guys. You know yeah. he's sad because the, the scene's over. Get oh, out. Dr. McCoy, you are in some trouble. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. But there there, there, there are 20 minutes of credits, apparently. Okay, yeah. let's yeah. hope because this he's, is, he's the king that. now, for fuck's yeah. sake. What else is there to talk about? Yeah. Dude, tell that to uh, Return of the King. <laughs> yeah, Return of the King, though. You had, it's the king. It's you the had, movie's over, You right? had 57 no. characters. This movie has none. Yeah. So. Oh. So. It's a good thing he happened to sit in that throne, or all hell would have broken. Yeah. John Pavlich, don't tell me about Phineas Gage. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So it's like the ending of um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Or... Zion, the war is over. Hooray! I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be, you know what? The the best. Like we were, we were just talking about the best ending to this. Not for him to repeat the "you keep what you kill" thing. There's that whole thing, and then it's just on mean? him going, "What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah." It's like credits. Okay. Oh, this is all I need. This movie is clearly a joke. Yeah. Somebody, somebody is totally, somebody, somebody is trolling. Somebody's doing a massive hundred million dollar troll. Here is the problem with the Chronicles of Riddick. They have an excellent, or well, for, well, comparatively, an excellent movie that they're going off of, with a bunch of humans on a spaceship in the future dealing with aliens. It, well, it's a character piece. It's a character piece about these people that have one very so, simple thing to do. Yeah. And then they made a sequel. The sequel 
invokes entirely new rules, an entirely new universe, with entirely new methods of physics, and it doesn't make sense. This has been down in front. (laughs) You nailed it. They could do a badass, or three or four badass, pitch black sequels, even calling them Chronicles of Riddick, went to the bathroom today. You know, recovered a love letter. Whatever the whatever his chronicles are, Riddick saves Christmas. I'm telling you, you could do that shit. But this was so not the, the way bank. to do it. This was yeah. Seriously, just just remake the Ernest movies on different planets. Yeah. That's that's yeah. those are the chronicles of Riddick. Riddick. Do you know what I mean, Burn? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Brian, you're up. Riddick versus the world. Oh, wow, this was painful. Uh, I feel like this is that scene in Airplane where we're all just lined up to smack the shit, uh, and, and then like Brian's got a Luger and Dorkman's a nun. <laughs> Uh, a pipe wrench. Like I said uh, a few minutes ago, I think there are three like substantial problems that you can trace all of this movie's problems back to three substantial things. One is the fact that it is not a sequel. The magic beings are different between this and it's the same. It's the same issue that people have with uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull with the other Indiana Jones movie. It's just a different magic being inside one franchise. Even though it's two different movies, it's one franchise. Problem number one, they in- introduced new rules, new magic. Ma- all new magic shit. beans, yeah. Number Pro- two? Problem two is it's convoluted and complicated and our main character isn't really doing anything for four-fifths of the film uh, and it's impossible to understand what is going on and w- what the villains are doing doesn't make any fucking sense either. It's problem number three, the font. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Well, what, what was number three? I don't even remember what the fuck Did you just was. actually Vin Diesel was the star of it? Vin Diesel was the star of it, probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's well, also... Now, wait, wait. Let's try this again, though. It worked for Pitch Black. Would this movie have been better? No, well, it no, it, it, it did not <laughs> no, work no, for no, no, no. Would this movie have been better if it was Danny Trejo? Ooh. Uh, the, been... the Alien 3 part of this movie, yes. Danny yeah. Trejo has no place in the Lord of the Rings Danny aspect Trejo of the movie. But in the Alien 3 part of this movie, Danny Trejo would have kicked ass. The this this one is one where you actually would have to fix the plot, and then yeah. Danny Trejo would have been awesome in it. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but as it is, he could not have sa- he saved it the way he could have leveled up Pitch Black. Fair enough. Trey? Or oh, I'm sorry, Darkman, you're up. I even... Uh, I mean, I don't want... I really, <laughs> yeah, 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 Danny Trejo. I, I don't really want to belabor the point. It's like we yeah. kind of said all the yeah. stuff. There's no... There is no plot. They were so... I really feel like they were... They, they called it the Chronicles of Riddick, like plural, because they're like, we're only going to get one shot at this. Let's tell all the Chronicles right now. <laughs> And so it's just this complete mess about the least interesting character in the last one, at least the <laughs> yeah. way he's portrayed. He's the, conceptually the most interesting in the last but one. The but the fact that it's Vin Diesel makes yeah. him the least interesting. Not only, well, he's the, conceptually the most interesting in the last one, and then in this one, they totally change who that character is anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah he's well, not outside the law. He's the last of his kind. Yeah. Well, okay. What Fine. is he... Is he a person or what? This isn't What's so much a sequel on? to Pitch Black as it is just another movie where Vin Diesel wears gla- uh, sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be, it could pretty much be something else. Ent- it is something else entirely. They just didn't. Mike, say something nice it. about this movie. Um, my friend Joel Harlow did some of the makeup on it. I, I that's, that's what I, that's I, what I have to say. That's nice. I did like the cinematography. Yeah. I did say that. Yeah, cool. I, like, I like the I like the like, as I said I like even the even though it's stylized I like the the generally the look of the visual effects. Mm-hmm. Oh, good point. In the chat, Fixed posits that maybe Riddick would be a better video game character. Well, he's no, just he, there are a couple of those. Of those. We, so there's an we ad should for try playing that. Escape yeah. from Butcher Bay. Anyway, which sounds a little more alien and a little less Lord of the Rings. Trey, nah. I just yeah, it's one of those movies I just watch. It's it literally is. It's it's the sucker punch of its day. It's <laughs> the it's the who greenlit this, 
and when can I get a meeting with them? Yeah. Because and, I have an idea that's easily as ridiculous as this. <laughs> That I would love to have someone go, you know, that sounds like $120 million worth of movie. Well, first you have to make a really small character-driven A small character-driven, low-budget piece yeah. to, to earn the right to do a gigantic, over-the-top, bloated bomb. Yeah, with one of the same characters in name. Yeah, well, but it's going to have Vin in it, right? So, yeah, you can do whatever you want. This is such want. the stereotype of the sequel. It's really, it is yeah. the worst, it is the worst of, uh, example of, you know, the, what sequel. I mean, Transformers 2 sucked, but at least it looks... And often feels like Transformers One. Right. Yeah, but at least Transformers. At least Transformers Two is incomparable of size as Transformers One. I mean, the 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 worst cliche of the sequel is taking the idea of this medium sized or small sized original film and making it extreme, it, ma- well, making it extraordinarily huge. I think that's the, exactly. I what think the worst cliche is it. just doing the movie over again. You know, the same movie, yeah. but this time, yeah. you know. With with Germans instead of yeah, but you grew up in Ghostbusters school. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. true. So yeah, it's it's. I'm amazed by the you know again like again it's the sucker punch. The chutzpah. It's the sucker punch <laughs> of its day. It's like every you know everybody everybody who isn't you know whose name isn't before the title uh, worked their ass off making that thing, and you know this that's just huge levels of work in across the board. Just shooting that and making all the props and making those sets and making those costumes and getting those actors into those costumes every day. Uh, it's just massive, and uh, along the way. No one said, but wait, what are we making this? Yeah. What are we doing with all this stuff? What's all this for? And, uh, you know, it's Sucker Punch. It's like, yeah. Jesus, this is the most fantastic looking, unfortunately, the only guy shapeless who piece a... of shit I've seen <laughs> since the last one I saw. It's the same with Sucker Punch. It's like, it's, unfortunately, the only guy who had a sense to the big picture was Vin Diesel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Was it someone who could have gone, yeah. um, guys? Yeah, that's the one Vin Diesel's friends come out and like, well, it sure looked like you had fun. Yeah. Yeah, they, I that's was, what. That's that's. Yeah, let's you, we, go get a pizza. We had such fun visiting you on that set. Yeah, we had you. We had such a good time, and you know, as a, as a filmmaker, yeah, it's like it's David Tui's you know, listening to this, you know, and he's done many movies that I, you know, not just Pitch Black. I as I, I was talking, I was pitching Below, which I think is a great movie, and he's he wrote one of my he wrote my favorite of the the Blade series. I think he directed one of the he directed wrote two of them and directed one of them. I think no, uh, not Blade. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. He may have done the first one because the second one was Del Toro and the third one was um, yeah. uh, Goyer. He wrote he wrote the he wrote the Guillermo one because I remember reading the okay. script and going, "Wow, this is a really good script." Um, no, no, I'm sorry, this is Goyer. I'm thinking of Goyer's wrote. Wait, that what script. is prep? Roto um, prep lead. What is prep? It's whatever that company. Like, tra- yeah, same with so so. With, yeah, so you're right. It's not. It's, it's, uh, I was confused with Goyer. Goyer Goyer's Blade Two script was one of the best scripts I've ever read. Um, but uh, Tui did Below, and he's done other movies, and they're not coming to me. But he's done other, uh, you know, smaller genre films that I thought were really good, and including Pitch Black. And this one was just like, well, well that's this is what happens wow. when they're like, here is all the money. It's the, all yes, of it. Yes. What do you want to do? Just you've got it. It's the demonstrate. You know, he went in in fewer years. He went from Star Wars to Episode One. You know, it's like, oh, here's a small little engine that could movie that succeeds in spite of its limitations. And then here's some big bloated mess that no one understands. This has been Down in Front. You can always find more episodes at downinfront.net. Subscribe to us on iTunes. You get a brand new episode every single week. Twitter.com slash downinfront. Facebook.com slash downinfront. Show emails at downinfrontshow at gmail.com. Go to the store, buy this movie from us, and we get a buck. Buy one of our shirts. We get like 100 bucks. And if you just want to donate some money, we have a PayPal button for that. If you don't want to do any of those things, please rate or review us on iTunes. We're going to start beating you up. Seriously. Go to the forum, involve yourself in the conversation. There we announce the live chats that happen every single week at downinfront.net slash live, but you have to be at the forum to know when and where they're happening. 
and what the movies are for and from the live chat you can participate in the chat and we'll start saying your name like John Pavlik Switch, Red Xavier and uh, Shifty Bench hi guys in any case Matt Beta Beta is the chapter breaks in show notes on iTunes Holden Hill is on the website and also the Android app that down in front will stream off of your phone from we're working on iPhone 1 right now and until next time my name is T. Christian this has been Down in Front thank you very much for listening good night good night Richard J. Riddick (laughs) Dick J. Riddick Dick P. Riddick. <laughs> P. Dick Riddick. <laughs> no, that's a rapper. <laughs> P. Dicky Rickett. P. Dicky Rickett. <laughs> Let's see how far this will just devolve. Come back in a week. Yeah, and we're we'll going to write a Wilson picket in like three names. Yeah. Have you not read the Chronicles of. <laughs> Dicky Rickett? <laughs> Can't say it. P. Dicky Rickett. Okay, P. Dicky Rickett. That's my, that's my rap name. P. Dicky Rickett. It's good. Word. To your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Trendsinyourhead.com. <laughs>